0: Dark Masters of Lemuria was part of MonkeyCon Zero, the virtual gaming convention. It was run by the patient and creative Jed Clayton, who I'd like to thank for giving me my first glimpse of the game that got me looking around for actual play podcasts. We didn't get as far as the GM and the players might have liked, but we got to play some very unique characters and have a good time. I think you will too. Once again, a bit of brief forewarning, this game is very lightly edited. Let's listen, shall we? All right, testing. can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, yeah.
0: Okay, good. good check Your volume's a bit low. How do I sound to you?
1: You sound perfectly okay. I'm just trying to adjust my volume.
0: Uh, no problem. I can adjust my headphone volume too. I would love by the way, to record this and post it on my little uh, very modest podcast over at Porcelain Mama Theatre. Uh, would you have a problem with that?
1: No, I would not. Okay. I'd be honored. There we are. I tried to do my own podcast years ago, but... Um, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I still have some uh, files, you know, gaming-related things that um, I haven't released. Some stuff that probably needs a lot of editing.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I'm only laughing because I know how that feels
1: to to audacity. And I was surprised how, how easy to handle that was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I I use. And it's a pretty good,
1: I'm pleased with audacity. Mm -hmm. And the, the funny story is that I used to try two uh, podcast software kits that, that you could buy at the time. And, um, they they were both fine, but um, they they used to, up uh, too much uh, just too much storage on on my computer, mm-hmm. and um, they also didn't seem to work right with other programs. And uh, then after a while, the, the the files just started to get funny and couldn't do. It. Anywhere near stuff that I can do with Audacity.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how good it is for free. I think we've got someone else. Is that Gamecaster? Yeah.
1: Yes, it's me,
2: Trevor. Hey!
0: And I think you may have to click on Bambi's picture and then recall her.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm here. Oh, okay, good. It just good. never notified me of the telephone call, <laughs> but it allowed me to join it somehow. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I already asked uh, our gracious GM, but I just wanted to double check. I'd love to record and podcast this. Would uh, that be okay with you, there, uh, Trevor?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm and okay, my... Bambi, uh, you're a regular part of the theater anyway. I assume it's all right with you. Yeah, I guess. Ah, Lisa, okay, cool.
2: Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, I think is that, that the Porcelain Llama Theater
0: Yes it is, Porcelain Llama Theater a little very modest podcast we got out there
1: mm-hmm. i don't heard of that before I was just thinking there should be two more people Yeah, I saw that no, They're signed up and I just, let me check
0: And I can take a look at the forums too see if there's anything new in, uh the topic for this game.
1: I think only only the stuff that I wrote some hours ago.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything new there. I <laughs> can't believe someone's running a game after the con. That's
1: hilarious. Mm-hmm. Part of it. Yep.
3: So, we see. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we've got Trevor, we've got um, yeah, Trilobite. Yes. Yeah, Trilobite is Elton the dog. Okay, we're missing Zylo, but I've seen Zylo among my contacts.
0: Yeah, and Zylo was just in the chat room, too.
3: S was Thunderstep, so they're around.
0: I can hop in the chat room real quick, or perhaps hey, I can.
3: Just now, I think they're looking for the game.
0: Ah, and I see some people pulling up. Looks like we're trying to call Zylo, at least.
1: Are we on the dice, folder? Uh, for the moment, we're not. Okay. Um, physical dice, if you don't mind.
0: Hey, no problem. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll, well, I'll use the dice, the dice, folder.
2: Hello,
4: testing, testing,
0: one, two, three. Hey! Yeah. We got you, Zylo. All right. <clears throat> if I remember, uh, Cartoon Action Hour uses the much maligned and often neglected D12, right?
1: Yes, the twelve-sided.
0: Okay. Let me grab. How many of those does one typically need?
1: Uh, one most of the time. Okay. And there must be situations where you roll two at a time or three at a time.
0: Very good. But that's about it. That's about it. Okay, cool. I think I've Amazing got...
3: Amazing that I have
0: three. I think I've got exactly three.
1: Yeah, I, at uh, one of the last uh, cons I went to, I bought three of the same color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to, to a web shop to, to buy a couple more in uh, in some other colors because I never could find them in shops.
0: Yeah, people don't really... Don't really sell them individually, as they're hard to come by. I think all of mine are parts of sets. But um, look, is I'll there
4: look, anything I need to be uh, setting up right now to play? Uh,
1: something I wanted to set up. Um, for you, it should be okay. Um, I wanted to explain a few brief rules. Things. Mm-hmm. First, and I, I wanted to um, look for a way to uh, post. Um, Everybody everybody's character sheets to everybody in the group. Alright. Yeah, I mean I, I have them in front of I I put them into word files. And cartoon action hour uh stat blocks can be very brief. Luckily. Yeah. So don't require lots of pages. Just usually one one paragraph of stuff. And if necessary I can I can copy and paste things into the chat box. Well,
4: um, you can send the files
1: through the chat box. Yeah, it's also true. So, um, who is Thunderstep again? Thunderstep is the one player I haven't talked to before. He might be looking for us right now.
0: Hmm. Let's see. I don't have him in my contacts list that I know of try to pop into the IRC chat room, see if maybe he's there. Although I think, Bambi, you said that they both had been there mm-hmm. and then left. Yep. I can take a look here, and hopefully it won't crash my poor little router or server or whatever the hell it is.
4: I have no idea who uh, I'm playing, so who isn't already uh, been claimed.
1: Yeah, I think the, the three others at the moment, they um, each created their character... Oh, okay. and Bambi's was the last addition. That's the uh, simian. <laughs> simian.
0: <laughs> so we might need a human, at least. Or we could just go totally oddball characters with this. I
1: don't know. You know, if
3: the colonists were smart, they're like, we have these constructs, let's so send them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it earlier. I, I thought may, maybe the humans just sit in a control room in the wrecked spaceship, There might have been one or two competent scientists, but they would basically uh, hold on to their NPC status and say, we want you to go to place X.
0: Sure, works for me. Good way to get mission directives, too.
1: Yeah, there were a bunch of characters that that I made um, just in case uh, I created them. Last week, besides, mm-hmm. and they are all human. I have uh, four characters that would be Earth humans, Earth colonists, and Rishi Anna would be a native of Lemuria, but I also imagine her to be a sort of fully humanoid, human like looking, just savage human.
0: Very good. No sign of thunderstuff in the chat room.
1: I just wanted to make sure that he's he's not not missing. Well, so it says
4: he uh he logged out just before you asked if he's about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course.
1: I I didn't have uh the uh, the chat open the the IRC um in the last few hours and maybe someone could just keep it open and and check. Sure. I got yeah, it. No I can problem. keep an
0: eye
2: on it. So do I. Excellent.
3: I
1: just kind of had it running in a window. So <laughs> cool. It's cool. So, um, Trevor or Trilobite, uh, one of you said that I can put the uh, the, the actual files into uh, into the box. So,
4: Yeah. You can just drag them right into the chat box and it should send them.
1: All right. Do you know whether I'd have to close them first? I
2: don't um, know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. Save them and then, and then...
0: And that's how we destroyed the internet. <laughs> Divide <it> by
1: <laughs> Double checking it because I have... Many many short little files here. And they're, they're just a regular um, MS Word, and one of them is my GM file, which has. Send that file. one. You would give away the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably not all of it, but it's got my characters and my notes. So, I created a folder called. CAH Season 2 MonkeyCon Zero. That's sort of uh, so I think. Ah, it's hard to see them at the same time.
0: <laughs> I'm only laughing in sympathy. I'm trying to keep everything organized.
3: I also have my character sheet as a PDF that I can send.
0: Ooh. Hmm. I've got mine as a basic word file. <laughs>
2: Same here.
3: So we can just send our files also if that's easier.
1: Here's the first one. Excellent. Do them in the order that they were created. Mm -hmm. That was easy. And up next we have the robot, Hijuro. Sweet.
0: You're going to see one cancelled on Elton, that's me, I'm just, because uh, I've already got my character sheet, so...
1: Yeah. Right, so if I'm not mistaken, Xylo still needs a player character.
4: Yes, I do. I apologize for not having one.
1: Right. We still um, We could even make one now, but I didn't want to spend time doing that necessarily. I would like you to get somewhere close to to the end of of the episode that I imagine.
4: <laughs> well, if you have pre-generated ones, I'm fine playing those. That's perfectly okay. I, I had no idea about the monkey uh, stole my jetpack form. I had no idea it existed till yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Sweet. I totally missed out on that uh, forum post, which I just now discovered.
0: How'd you hear about the uh, How'd you hear about MonkeyCon?
4: Um. Zerker posted a post about it on the Fear the Boot forum.
0: Ah, yes. That's where I am from. The bold and mighty Zerker. So he pulled me in from there. Well, you can blame him, I guess.
3: Hey, but we've already taken the number one Google spot for Monkey Kong.
0: I didn't even know we were. I didn't even know there were more than one Google spot for Monkey <laughs> There's a lot like, of people uh, searching some for it.
3: Asian Pseudo pop idol with the name Monkey Kong. Huh, And we have even superseded that.
0: So, Monkey Kong beating out Asian pop idols since uh, a little bit earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we might not want to use that as our.
4: So these are the pre-gens.
1: Exactly. Those are just some ideas that i put together for, you know, other characters that I thought would fit be, be funny. But. Mm-hmm.
4: I love pre-gens because I tend to make characters who are all very much alike, so when I'm forced to play something else, it makes me happy. Yeah.
2: Same here.
3: That's why I'm trying a bunch of game systems I've never played with for Maki Khan. Just to like totally do different stuff.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> Same with me. I'm relatively new to gaming, so all I've played is the D twenty system, so Awesome. Well yeah, done. So I'm learning today.
2: Same here. I basically just played like D and D and some vampire and Oh, Fern good old vampire. Control. Yep. I haven't played much any other games.
3: Totally been convinced about Fiasco after the last game. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was a blast.
2: Same here.
0: Right on. It's a Jake Walker Lorraine.
4: All right, so let's see what all these characters got.
1: When I wrote those down, I um, stuck with a tradition of giving them a first name and a last name, and then Later, it occurred to me that uh, the game says, well, you should make up action figure names. So it should be like Rocket Man or Jetpack Man or uh, Power Fist.
0: (laughs) Well, I think some of the cartoons had naming conventions like that, but I seem to remember plenty that had like more or less people names.
3: And then there was, you know, like April, who wasn't even given a second anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah bit after the time frame for this, but yes, same type of thing, basically.
3: Well, the original cartoon wasn't that much later.
0: No, not that much. She wasn't even given another set of clothes,
1: let alone. No,
3: she was let just the woman name. in the yellow jumpsuit. The
1: yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> the
3: yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I remember my, my two uh, cousins were watching that, you know. When I was in my late teens when the Ninja Turtles first, Came on television, and I, I have those two uh, younger cousins, and uh, I think they really liked the show. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was watching He Man and Brave Star, you know, just a few <laughs> years. but then the the, the the Turtles as a cartoon, we um, came out I think toward the very end of the eighties. In any case, um, I
3: actually. Kind of liked the show at the time. And, uh, except if you, like, watch it now, you're like, is, so is, shredder is a whiner. How do you
2: yeah. scan him? <laughs> <laughs> and the brain is an oppressive hippie.
1: Okay.
4: <clears throat> um, so can I play, uh, Lieutenant Jake Walker? Awesome. I mean, Waller.
1: Absolutely. I right,
4: think you should that, call him uh, Jake Walker.
1: Which, by was that? Uh,
4: what was that?
2: Which file was that? The first one, second, or third?
4: I think it's the first one. Um, yeah, it looks like the first one to yeah, me. Yeah, it's the first one.
2: Yep.
1: Okay. It's the first one that i right? I
4: was considering the scientist, but that's why I played an hour ago, so I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> now
3: you can I'm be the, a the grunt on the ground.
2: Daring explorer. There you go. I have that one.
1: <laughs> so I just um, reopened those files for myself here. We have four heroes now, four characters. Elton, Hijuro, Cynthia, Simeon, and Jake Waller.
0: <laughs> the poor, poor lone human in charge of this group. <laughs>
1: Wait, I'm in
4: charge? I take it back. I
0: don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too late, sucker.
1: <laughs> a few days ago, I saw the uh, drawing that someone had made of, um, what's his name? Uh, Jarhead from the um Sorcerer of Zo game. It's uh, a very nice cartoon picture of him with, with his shoelaces open and the baseball cap. <laughs> I say on the forum that I imagined Jake Waller to be sort of the uh, all around leading man adventurer type, the 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 Flash Gordon or Buck Rogers of that show. And uh, he's got one trait called Bionic Leap, which uh, I took from uh, Lee Majors. Sweet. Yeah.
4: So he just, uh, he jumps really high?
1: Or far? Jumps high and and far, yeah. And you could also use it, uh, as an an attack uh, if you want to in some situation.
4: Um, Jump on people like Mario. Got it.
1: (laughs) Super somersault. (laughs) Uh... Alrighty. Um... The way the rules work uh, is that um, you roll a D12, the idea is to roll high. get as high a number as possible, and you add whatever the number next to the trait is.
5: Okay, gotcha.
1: And all the named traits have at least one. And um, there's really no no upper limit, but most uh, series that... uh, we use there have traits going up to 8. Um, humans, for the most part, humans without powers or enhancements have um, or should have uh, trait ratings up to 4. And then uh, the next 4 ranks, uh, 5 to 8, uh, would basically represent superhuman abilities, powers, magic, or weapons or gadgets that get you to to that level of uh, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So um, everything's just added straight to the role. Um, some things that you may not have trade for, or no, no trade from from your list may really fit the situation. And then when it's still sort of a, a reasonable, normal activity like uh, walking or running or jumping to the side, swimming, climbing, opening a door. Uh, you could also have a zero trait, which is just the roll of D12, and you add nothing.
0: Okay, so just straight die roll. Got
1: it. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay.
1: Right. And um, like challenges or uh, tasks for you, basically is represented by a number.
5: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a healthy number, and it's just like uh, a difficulty rating in D&D and other games.
0: So we roll and we try to beat you to that.
1: roll and you, you have to beat that number. It has to be at least one higher. Um, and um, Interesting stuff happens when you roll a 1 or a 12. You mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm guessing 1 is bad.
1: 1, one is pretty bad. Uh, um, the game system calls it a flub. <laughs> and uh, the flood means that your your action automatically fails whatever it is and it that doesn't matter how, how super or awesome you are normally um, it automatically fails um, you cannot re-roll unlike other things where you'd be allowed to, to re-roll mm-hmm. um, and the GM can also uh, establish that uh, on a natural one something funny happens and something that's sort of embarrassing or goofy for the character gotcha whatever the trait is it just malfunctions uh, and then when you get the natural 12 um, it would usually mean that you succeed but um, technically what it does is that uh, you, you double the trait rating Add it twice, yeah. So if it's 3, you you don't add 3, you add 6, and that brings you up to 18. And they'll already be very high. Gotcha. All right. And you have trades that are just a single number. and it says, Experience Astronaut 3, or Military Training 3, something like that, then um, well, it's, it's a trait with a single uh, trait rating,
5: mm-hmm.
1: nothing to worry about. And other traits will have something in uh, the parentheses. I've got, got a bunch of things like um, that I've put in, in italics, uh, and Wherever it says Enhancer, it means that you can use that trait to enhance another trait.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: You can only add the the bonus from Enhancer to one trait at a time, and you can also only use one Enhancer, not, not like two enhancing traits at the same time. But you're free to decide where the Enhancer goes. So if Jake Waller, for example, wanted to use the VAC suit along with experienced astronaut that plus 2 from uh, reinforced VAC suit enhancer would go to the 3 from astronaut Um, but in other situations he could also add it to the ray gun or bionic leap or survivalist if it fits the situation right gotcha Sometimes we have um, situational boosts that gives you a plus two bonus uh, to the uh, base trade rating. So the the base core trade rating uh, expresses what you can, like how good you ordinarily are, and there are special situations like your, your your special field, and you're plus two better doing that. Okay. Um, All right. and when a trait says accessory then that is basically an accessory on an action figure that <laughs> a weapon and a tool or something it means it's something that's, uh, that's a physical object which could also get lost or damaged it can be taken from you
3: end up being eaten by the cat
1: mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, if it's on a real action figure for sure.
3: Yeah, just <laughs> a yeah. small object it disappears into the pit. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah when I was uh, very young, I was always worried that um, my mom would uh, vacuum clean things away. <laughs> like <laughs> little laser guns from the Star Wars action figures.
5: And... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, there are a few more things. Um, Whenever a trade has the specialty bonus, it means that um you get to roll two d twelve every time and take the better of the two thanks let's uh, okay. see um, there's also something called oomph powered Did you notice that um after the uh trades block everyone has um a few more stats you know, and most important is probably base oomph there's a, a currency of points in the game called the oomph
5: mm-hmm.
1: and that would be your, your currency like uh, hero points or fake points uh, and it would be, be spent for a bunch of cool things in the game um, and there are traits that have oomph power like Jake um, Waller has one the, the bionic leap I made oomph power. It simply means that in order to activate that trade, you have to spend one point of oomph. It's like using extra energy. It only activates when you spend one oomph.
4: Okay.
1: Um, yeah, the idea is pretty much that you can use that to bring down the point cost of um, some of the more powerful trades. You can go for a higher base number or specialty in something, and then get points back, you know, for taking oomph-powered, just a, a points thing. Fickle is also an interesting limitation. Fickle means that you have to make an extra die roll before using it, and there's a 25% likelihood of that uh, trade not working.
0: So if I get a it's, 1 it's a, through 3, one right?
1: Two, 1 two, 3, yeah.
0: Okay.
2: My jetpack not working.
4: (laughs) My ray gun doesn't like to work. (laughs) Right.
1: Oh yeah, and um, I just saw that uh, Hijuro has the personal shield trait along with uh, defend, and defend is another bonus. Um... And what it does is that you can automatically defend once per scene, Mm -hmm. once in every fight. Okay, cool. The automatic defense on yourself or on another character that you want to protect. Yeah. 1x is uh, what they call a detrimental trait. It's something that you're not good at, something that gets in the way. One one x is uh, that game's way of saying you roll two dice, two d twelve, and you take the lower die result.
5: Okay. Okay. So, let's
1: explain that. Is there
4: a uh, way to regain your uh, oomph? Yes. Or. Oh. Okay.
1: The, there are ways that um. Boom uh, is rewarded for, for in game actions, for ideas, for clever role playing. Uh, similar
3: to the yum yum.
1: Mm-hmm. So oh, good. And if you check your uh the character stats um before the traits, um you have a bunch of subplots. I think everybody should have at least one subplot. Uh-huh. Subplots are difficulties, right? There are weaknesses uh, difficulties. And you can decide when you bring in your own subplot. Ah, okay. And you can you can activate it once per session um, to get one point of oomph.
0: So you can call in your own weakness one time yeah. per game, basically, mm-hmm. and get one oomph out of that.
1: Yeah. Apart from that, I can also decide as a GM to activate some somebody's subplot. But I noticed that it's uh, even more fun when the players do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and there was something else. And I, um, I copied the, um, the pages from the book that explain oomph usage. As I said, there are various effects that you can, you can get, you can achieve through through oomph. Um, I'll give you that as well.
4: So um, my my are uh, a few, I have a few emotional ties to people. So if I want to trigger that, I would just have to say like, "Oh no, I am Rish, uh, Rishiana is now in trouble." Like I would just state that, or. Mm-hmm.
1: You could do that, yeah, or um, you've made a promise to her, or she, she shows up as kind of a, a helpless NPC. Okay. And will take care of her.
2: And if I'm close to water, I can call in successful water.
1: It could get tricky if you're in, in, in pouring rain.
4: I know. <laughs> oh, I'm a daredevil, and I like to push my luck. So it's going to be a lot of suicidal uh, plans coming through here.
3: Except yeah. the use of the laser pistol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so we're class. riding Hedgerow downhill <laughs> in the rain while you blaze away at aliens with your laser pistol. Yep, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. and then he overloads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I think we can do this.
4: I'm pretty lucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on TV once. Can't go wrong. <laughs>
3: plasma weapons in 40k, I was like, oh, do I want to use it? Cause then it might blow up.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but a karma fix. <sighs> They have that trait, too, where they're always like one roll away from overheating and blowing your arm off
2: mm-hmm.
1: how do the factoids help us what part what was uh, your backstory no the factoids
2: how do that does that help us
4: i'll be right back
1: the factors like countess, does, think heavy? Sure. Um, well, factors are not uh, game stats, but they are bits of information that uh, just help out to to flesh that uh, to to flesh out that character. Okay. So, um, so it could be anything uh, relating to your your past and your your interests, your your likes and dislikes. Just things that have previously happened, um, things that the character is known for. Okay, is that little things that are not um, in themselves traits? Okay. They don't really do things uh, numerically, but um, every now and then you could um, point to a factoid. I think the, the others don't have factoids on their sheets at this point. They have subplots, traits, That's and... That's fine. Um, That's okay. Fact, factoid could be like uh, likes vanilla ice cream, or it uh, could be um, recognized by their bright green eyes.
2: I, I would say it's there. Yeah. Back. Okay. Now we're ready to get gaming. Heck yeah.
1: I think we're set. We're set The four of you um are now gathered in um was probably a small um, makeshift village uh, close to the original crash site of the spaceship Ark Two on
5: Lemuria.
1: -hmm. Most of um, the spaceship's hull is still intact. You can walk around in it and get things and items and and machinery from the spaceship. Um, We can certainly not fly anymore, cannot take off anymore. Uh, You also don't have fuel on the planet Lemuria. And somewhere close by the colonists like pretty much everybody who was who was part of the crew um on the arc two they have set up this uh makeshift camp, which has now been there for maybe five to six months um and it's built of like wood and leaves and um some parts that you took from the spaceship you know probably had uh, all kinds of equipment um, with you when when you arrived there because this was meant to be sort of a a long colonist uh, mission anyway you you are in that camp Um, I imagine it to be some log cabins and um, maybe three or four large-sized tree houses we've mm-hmm. seen that the lost world uh, television series were well, always in, in the treehouse um... and it doesn't look like such a bad place to be you can always get food there, There is uh, nice beds and Stuff that you've set up, and it's all partially made of the indigenous woods, and partially of uh, blankets and uh, and cloth and plastic things that the colonists took uh, from the crashed spaceship, pretty much. Um, and this is where where your your chief scientist uh, called Dr. Coperni. Um, is working on ways to um, get a, a radio transmitter working um, and uh, um, there has been a plan to to build and activate a, a satellite and can get, get the satellite into the atmosphere of Lemuria to explore the rest of the planet and you know, help him make maps and all that mm-hmm. Your characters, as I said, you've been there for about half a year and you know, um, let's see, um, you know the immediate surrounding area and it's a vast green jungle. You know that there are several rivers, a large one and a smaller one to the south and uh, it's pretty warm. Mm -hmm. And... um, It has kind of been a very warm, tropical summer for for as long as he's been there.
0: So Elton is like, unless we're engaged in a task, just laying on his side in the shade somewhere, panting.
1: Yeah, just seek out a a large tree, really, really large tree, provides the shade.
3: And uh,
2: go ahead. General has the, is with the other units to protect the colony and the ship as well so they do those squads to protect everyone mm-hmm. uh, and,
3: wait. and uh, I'm in my tree house that I built out of the uh, scrap materials left of one of the remaining shuttles and in my long tradition of being the link person.
0: <laughs> the missing link because... person. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Yeah.
3: Because I am always dumping links during games. Because I always have inspiration that I take from somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's distracting as hell. But this is cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I enjoy that picture. <laughs>
3: it's good. Um... I'll give a link to the series afterwards because I don't want people to be influenced by unduly. But it's a, a cartoon that kind of has some of the same elements that I found enjoyable.
1: Yeah, also right. put, uh, uh, Google Pictures open for for some things that um, I may want to show you later. Some some. Pictures. But the
3: GM's allowed to put as many links as he wants. It's <laughs> just the GM's always annoyed by me dumping a bunch of links in there.
1: <laughs> that's only the first one I seen today um so just got an afternoon um, in the camp where you are um you know every now and then um Dr. Kripperni who as I said is the lead scientist and biologist on this mission um he sends out one of his colleagues or rather assistants on errands, you know, and then usually two or three people go out and they venture in, into the forest a little and and they have something interesting you immediately go to um... Dr. Kapani's cabin and he's got a working computer there for the moment, but uh, nothing where he can communicate over long distances. That mm-hmm. and also not see other areas of uh, that world so far. You can just collect data and, and store data. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I uh, think. Yeah, uh... I guess I had a strange. Um, Suddenly, the, the noise went away. Yeah, I
0: think Trevor might have <laughs> muted or something.
1: It's weird when 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 the buzz changes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> because you, you get used to it after a few seconds, and then you know, it's not.
4: The silence was deafening. <laughs>
1: okay. So it's still this this pleasant early afternoon, and um you notice that uh, there's this one young fellow who's also a scientist, and Dr. Coperny's trusted aide, um, he comes rushing back into the camp, um, and um, you can see his, his face is all in sweat and his, his jacket is sweaty and he's, he's hurrying and um, he's, uh, he's holding on to this messenger bag that he's got, just a simple messenger bag um, and uh, he also has, let's see, he's got um, uh, binoculars And, like a small, futuristic, um, plastic pad that he can, can write on.
5: Yeah.
1: Like a, just, just a pad and, uh, a stylus. So, um, he's, he's clutching that under one arm and, um, he's running past a few houses, not looking around. And then you can overhear him say, well, I've got it, I've got it now. It's, it's a new thing that uh, Dr. kapani was looking for. to talk to him right away. I lift
0: my head up, big ears <laughs> swiveling over towards him, but when I hear that he's not in trouble or screaming, I just kind of... Uh, I get up onto all fours and settle down that way, just sitting and waiting patiently, as opposed to running over to aid him. But I'm definitely watching what's going on and
1: listening. Mm -hmm. We can see him run all the way up to uh, that house, and he knocks on the wooden door... You know, you know that this is uh, the, the cabin where Dr. Capone is always working. Mm-hmm. Always sitting over some data and some books that he's got. Um, and from your angle, you can just see the door opening and the young guy slips through and the door shuts behind him.
0: I'm going to look around for the lieutenant because I know when something's going on in camp, Uh, Lieutenant Walder is usually the go-to guy. So I'm going to look around for him. Or, I guess more accurately, I'm going to swivel my ears around and see if I can catch either the sound of him or sniffing the air, see if I can find him that way.
3: Since, uh, my treehouse is kind of, like, on the outskirts, I saw this guy run under toward the, uh, camp. And, uh, Cynthia then just kind of swings out of her treehouse and um, follows him in, watching from the corner of another house to see if she can't eavesdrop a little.
4: Um, I'm going to say Lieutenant Waller has been uh, walking around doing rounds around the base, making sure everyone's okay, and someone has just alerted him that something is occurring over at the doctor's and he's going to go walk over there and see what's going on.
2: Joe is still standing guard at one of the gates, closest to Dr. Kapani's. He does nothing else.
0: That's in character right there, man.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. It's all good. notices the man go by and says, okay.
0: So I guess I'll be uh, trotting up to Lieutenant Waller, and I'll just fall in right by your side as you head up. He's uh, about up to, like, the bottom of your rib cage. his shoulders are.
4: Oh, wow, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like that. Uh... There we are. There's a sound effect for him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Very small Shout voice. He boys
0: not to my ribcage, but he yips like a chihuahua.
2: <laughs> Makes him less That's threatening.
0: Me. Yeah. He's the civilian model.
2: That's,
1: <laughs> That's fine. Um now I was just about to say that um the cabin I was talking about has three windows of the same size. There's a a window on um, each of the uh, shorter sides, and there are two of them facing the door.
3: So I think it's going to be pretty easy for Cynthia to sneak up on the roof Mm -hmm. and kind of hang over the edge of the roof to peer very stealthily into one of the windows.
1: Yeah, you can do all that. And th- those are actions that you can ordinarily do. You know, doesn't require die rolling at this point. Uh,
3: so far, we're not under attack. Yay!
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm gonna walk up to the uh, the the place where the doctor is. Mm-hmm. Um, would I see her peeking in the window, or is that like on the other side?
1: What do you say? Uh, let me see. That's about a 50 50% chance. All right, you do see um, the Simeon person. You know it's Cynthia. Um, um, just edging very close to. <laughs> on one of the back windows.
3: This would not be unusual by the
1: way. Yeah. Alright. Um yeah, because it's so uh so hot this time of day, um that window is still uh, covered by its shutters. But it's kind of ajar open. And it's it's pretty easy to just put an ear to the wall and at least listen.
4: Alright, well, um, I'm going to say I'm not a sneaky man, so uh, while it's not unusual to see Cynthia sneaking about, he's dropping, I'm going to be forward, and I'm just going to walk up to the door and knock on it and call out to the doctor. Mm
1: -hmm. Right, Um, the doctor um, comes right up to the doorstep, just takes a few seconds. Um he opens it up and you can immediately see him. You can uh get a view of the room it's it's a single room and he's got his his bed in there and a bunch of chairs and the table covered with um maps and drawings and uh, like mathematical charts on the wall and like an old schoolroom's blackboard and other things set up all in the same room. And uh the young guy, who's he's um I'll just call him Mike for the moment. Um his assistant, Mike he he got up from his chair um as the doctor got up and um they both look uh look out the door and you can you can tell that they, they had just started um started their the little conversation over, over a new map that's set in, in the middle of a round wooden table with a coffee mug on it. Um, yeah, so doctor says, um, oh, it's you, lieutenant. Um, um, yeah, as a matter of fact, i um I got uh, interesting news from from Mike here. Um, I've not really had time to um, to evaluate the data that I got, but um, um, you know you can you can step right on in because um, I need your assistance in in any case in you know, it to do this new exploration. I really have to. Uh, check whether this new theory of mine is true.
4: And, um, she's going to say, All right, Doc. And he's going to walk on in. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go to the corner yeah. by the door and sit down, watching alertly.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the doctor just, um, motions for, uh, the lieutenant to take a seat with these chairs that they made out of uh... tree stumps um... so the doctor himself uh, sits down again and so does mike um... and you you can all uh, look at this um, this map and you can you can see that he uh, placed this, this new piece of paper on um, on the other stuff that, that was already on the table, and um, it's got some some numbers on it and directions and um, the doctor just takes out pen um, and uh, he he starts just uh, showing you this area on a piece of paper and so um, this is a sketch that uh, Mike has just made of um, an area that um, we haven't really looked at before, this is uh, just toward the edge of this uh, this particular jungle and we know that there's a kind of desert looking area beyond that um, and he said that um yeah this, this is something that I haven't brought up before, but um, um there are a couple of uh, rocks there in the middle of a forest and um Mike and I, we have uh, we discovered that there are some pictures, some you know carvings on the side of the rocks, and um, it's taken me a while to um, to make sense of that. I'm a biologist after all, but um, these are really detailed uh, pictures that uh, seem to form. Messages. They they form sentences in in a language. Must be must be an old language of um, the civilization that was here. Who knows how how long ago? Um, and uh, if um, if my theory is right, then the, the pictures tell of um, a particular tribe or people. Um, and I'm not sure whether it has to do with um the tribe that we have previously uh we we have met here um some weeks ago because that there is this, this one tribe that you all know. It's just information I'm giving you now. Um that there is kind of one savage tribe that you have um good relations with. Uh, the, the um the first kind human-looking, regular human-looking Lemurians that you met.
0: So we have friendly contact yeah. with some of the natives.
1: Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. And so the the doctor goes on saying that uh, yeah, there there are um, a series of pictures, and they hmm, they point to, um, that people, um, placing, uh, placing very, very high respect and, um, maybe worship to an artifact that, uh, was, uh, was left to them by an even earlier civilization and, um, it keeps showing up here in, in these pictures where they're all sort of gathered around this uh, large rock thing, and um, it looks like, like like a large box. Or a, and, um, and this this picture language, that, almost like hieroglyphs, um, says that um, they have they have used the power from that boxing for various things in in their cultures, giving them um, means to to build things and to get good weather for the harvest, and um, it would scare off enemies. And it all come, comes right back to that uh, that one major thing there. This this block so- they've kept.
3: Um, at this point, I think Cynthia mm-hmm. will have swung in through the window mm-hmm. and interrupted the doctor, saying, sounds like it could be a terraformer, or maybe they'll know where the transmutonium is that we can use to build a radio.
0: Transmutonium. Awesome.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds very good. Um, well, Dr. Capone, um turns right around, and he, uh, he readjusts Glasses a bit, and you may have startled him a little bit. And he he says, uh, "Oh, Cynthia, I hadn't even noticed you coming in. You, um, uh, but how attentive of you to um, to listen to everything I just said. Um, yeah, indeed, I, I I do believe that um, this earlier civilization um, had access to to something that, um, but." got lost, you know, and, um, well, it would, be, it would be really fine to um, find out more about uh, the whereabouts of this mysterious, this very mysterious block.
3: So Cynthia notices that the lieutenant is in here and just kind of claps him on the shoulder heartily and says, well, Doc, looks like you've already got the right man in the room.
4: Um, uh-huh. I'm just going to fold my arms and go, I'm by me. Where do we start?
1: Um, the doctor takes out, um, another new document. It looks like one of those rolled up, uh, maps that, that architects use, you know, just large roll up thing. And, um, he uh he puts it to to the wall. There's um there's just some nails where you can put them up to, to the wall so you can can all look at it um when it's placed at vertically. It's, it's easier to look at. Um and he says Well let me explain you um a few things here. Um this this last um Slates filled with um hieroglyphs um seems to suggest that um, the um the mysterious block um, was um, was carried somewhere else a long time ago um, and um if i'm not completely mistaken, i don't think I am. It was um, it was moved from that southern portion of the jungle closer to that one tall mountain that that uh, we discovered. You know, there's, there's this this one mountain that's, that's uh, um, you know that, that those large birds are always circling. It's uh, uh, you know northwest of the camp. Um, and um, well, so far we, we only know the location of the mountain, and there's um, a river that uh, sort of divides the, uh, the, the mountain area from the jungle area. And um, we know that uh, our native friends have not gone there and we we really don't don't know anything about the inhabitants or the wildlife in in that area so it's a a lot of very dense jungle um, and of course it might be dangerous there will be a lot of wildlife in there Mm -hmm. and we we suspect that that that, that block could be uh, covered by you know, various plans. It could um, be in in a cave that was hard to get into.
0: It's never easy, is it? And uh, Elton will just kind of wag his tail a little bit against the floor. He's uh, risen up more. He's more more alert. Kind of looking back and forth as he hears. There's definitely some sort of adventurer outing in the making.
3: And Cynthia slips her arm into the lieutenant's arm and leans her head onto his shoulder and says, with the lieutenant around, I don't think it's a problem. It's clearly (laughs) joking. It is not gross.
0: Also, it's a robot. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were like a cyborg monkey.
3: Well, you know, kind of the, like, non-determinant cartoon companion thing.
0: Okay, so like more robot.
3: It could be biological, it could be a robot. Who knows? not really (laughs) being defined. The writers don't know either.
4: (laughs) Out of character real quick, probably should get to know what everyone is. So you're
0: a dog? Yes. Engineer dog. You're the um,
3: the only human.
0: Yeah. The only human.
3: Yeah.
0: Engineer dog, great big... Great big dude, very strong, tremendous bite, um, fast as a racing dog, um, an older military model, really. He's like, he's obsolete technology that has been sent along with the colonists just because an animal like that's always useful. Okay. And, uh,
2: Trevor, you're uh... a. Heavy jump robot. It's basically. An older model, but very useful for protecting a ship or a colony.
3: See? It's the the one-stop security uh, group.
4: Yes. And then we have the robotic monkey girl. (laughs) Who
3: is a genius mechanic.
4: Yes. (laughs) All right, so she's Monkey Penny. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, she's going to wrap her arms uh, around but, me, and I'm just going to roll my eyes.
3: That would be Penny from Inspector Gadget.
0: Yes. The only smart character in that whole show.
3: I watched that show because of oh, Penny. Except
0: yep. for Brain's good. Yeah, Brain was also good. See, a dog. There we go and you're part bionic, we have Inspector Gadget. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got the theme music picked out. <laughs> Just slightly altered so it's not copyright infringement.
4: So I'm going to turn to the docs and go, is there anything else we should know before heading out?
1: Well, um, no, I don't think there's... Uh, well, you, you you have to, to uh, check for the weather. You know, uh, I can not give you a precise forecast but um... going kind of make sure that that you're not uh... unpleasantly surprised by the weather and that know, what watch your step there in the vine jungle um, you know they are always kind of weird vines and 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 large roots and uh... all, all kinds of plant life um, and uh but you you probably have to cross the river somehow. Uh, I think the 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 location, the, um, the hiding place where they brought the mysterious box, um, is on the other side of the river. So um, you you should go there with some sort of swimming equipment or some one one of our contraptions or things that, that enable you to to go over that river
4: right.
3: I think I know just the thing
1: oh dear
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hope it isn't a big
4: um, I have an omni communicator so does like everyone have one of those so we can talk to each other or is that just me
1: at the Oops. moment, it's just, just you indeed.
0: Um, Although, I do have a, a big rotating dish on my back, mm-hmm. um, which yes, is used right. for communication.
2: Okay. I would figure that um, DJI would have a communication system built in.
3: A robot probably would, yeah.
2: Let's see. Um, <laughs> if our so all the
4: robots have built-in cell phones.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's the future, man. The future. yeah. I'm a great planet. If only we didn't run out of transmetonium.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It just gets oh used up so fast. It's all that
1: texting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, J- just a moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember when when I wrote down uh, the, the stats, the traits for um, Hijuro, for example. Um, I was wondering, you know, what, what. Why does he only have combat-related stuff? You know, I was, was, uh, yeah, I I rearranged your 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 points a few times before we made the final version, and then um, I I realized that I'd spent all all those those thirty points in in character generation, and um, I said, okay, he's got a shield, and he's got the jetpack, and He's got uh, an energy attack, like a, a cannon thing, and um, we didn't create um, sort of a, a radio system per se or communications uh, device. Um, um, but um, you do have a trait called metal body, and yeah, to an action hour, you can well, you, you you create the names of your traits yourself. And then you also interpret what it means you know from episode to episode, and you can, you can say okay uh, this this is a robotic body, this is a metal body, whatever, and you can say, well reasonably they they would have given him you know a bunch of functions, and it's included somewhere in that. yeah um, so you yeah. basically yeah. have um a radio system, or even a radar system, that uh, that is good for a few miles, so you can move away from the rest of the group for a bit and still have communications. Um, the omni communicator is something I made up for the uh, human columnists and. It probably looks like like a wristwatch, or it would look like a contemporary cell phone.
4: Response um, is cooler.
1: And, yeah, and it and it has been known to um, to act a bit unreliably uh, on the planet Lemuria. So it would not not always um, give you the the connection. Uh, connection would be kind of wobbly. It wouldn't, wouldn't uh, always last. Um sometimes you you may not have the right audio, and there's um um what I say um yeah there's there's a situational boost attached to it so it works better when you are in wide open areas so wherever there are tall trees and rocks you know, um you probably don't have that good of a communication. Um but uh if it were in in the plains or in the in the desert or you had basically no no large obstacles and no, no large buildings, your audio communication worked better. Okay. But yeah you know, it's it's also got a trade rating of three, so that that's not bad at all.
4: Okay, well I'm gonna pull out my uh Omni communicator then, which is on my which is my watch. Mm-hmm. And um I'm going to uh try to call um, heavy jump robot. Hijaru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Hujuru, Hujuru. I'm gonna call drew and um gonna say uh Hey, meet us by the docks.
2: I return with yes, Lieutenant, I will be right there. <laughs> sweet. Yeah.
4: Alright, so um, I'm going to motion for everyone to leave, um, but first we need to check up on the weather, and then we need to figure out how to get across that river, and uh, I think our monkey friend has a plan for that.
3: So I'm off to my garage, and then I will return with a uh, traveling mechanism of some kind.
0: Alright. I'll nose open the door, and if I can, I'll just grab a nearby stick just to have something. uh, Just in case, we need to stop for a quick game of fetch, pick that up, carry that along.
3: (laughs) It could be an emergency. Playtime might have to happen.
4: (laughs) Um, So, is there a way for me to check out the weather, or is it just looking up at the sky and praying?
1: (laughs) Well, that may always help. Um, if you if you have another idea, um, well, they 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 have observed the um, general weather patterns here for the six months that the colonists have been there, um, and they could could sort of tell you what the what the expected uh, temperature would be like and where the, the winds have um, come from so far. Right.
0: Um, yeah, do, do you have, like, a... I seem to remember you have, like, a survival skill or something like that, right? Yeah, I got survivalists. That might help. Yeah, so, can I just look up at the sky, pray,
4: and use survivalists to predict the weather?
1: Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, just let me think of a uh, difficulty here. Um, okay. Because I have to have a number in mind before you roll. <laughs> um, it would be... It wouldn't be that difficult. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll. All
4: right, so... I got a got a 13. was my modifier.
1: Mm-hmm. 13 in total... Um well, you don't expect there to be um major changes um for that day um and uh, for for a day out in in the jungle it's um, it's kind of okay you would say it's uh it's not sort of uh punishingly hot <laughs> um <laughs> And, um, there's even a slight, uh, sort of, a pleasant wind, you know, moving the, the branches of the trees, you know, it's coming from the west, southwest.
4: All right. So, not, weather's well, not too bad as far as things go, so, uh. I guess we're just going to be waiting for who uh, Heiraju, he-ju, or Hejiru. Who do the that, uh, that you do so well?
0: <laughs>
4: exactly. So we're going to wait for him to show up, and then we're going to wait for uh... it too long.
2: Okay. Yeah, been close by, so.
4: Oh, and while we're waiting, I'm going to play fetch. Excellent.
3: So um, while y'all are playing fetch, uh, Cynthia rolls up in the um, the uh, conveyance. She's taken a uh, intersection ship transport and turned it into an all-terrain vehicle, which basically results in a Segway with treads. And <laughs> attached to it is also like a treaded passenger wagon, which is just a converted like flatbed from. Uh, transport vehicles used to move equipment uh, through the large colony ship while it was in transit.
1: So you can just make and stuff? is very good at, at repairing. What
3: cyborg mechanic is.
1: Awesome.
4: Shotgun.
3: Yes, so there's the, uh, the sidecar that Elton requested also.
4: <laughs> up front
3: with its own little treads. And uh, if there's enough momentum, there's also a T-bar steering wheel, so it can detach, and Elton can kind of steer with the momentum for a little
0: ways. (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, I jump immediately into the sidecar, tongue-lolling, panting in happiness.
3: And uh, there's a new big red button and some yellow canisters that you see attached to the sides.
4: Good thing dogs are colorblind. (laughs) Well,
3: the lieutenant
4: notices. (laughs) Alright, so I'm going to uh, point at the strange canisters and say, hey, Cynthia, what's those? Those are new.
3: You get to push the button when we get to the river, and that's all she says.
4: Maybe I don't want to be shocked anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Haven't we talked about surprises, Cynthia? <laughs> Look. <laughs> I was oh, just
3: want to have fun. That's, that's my, my, one of my subplots, but I'm just going uh, <laughs> to use
4: this
3: as a cue for my character.
4: All right, so uh, Hijri Pop shows up, so I'm going to motion towards the car and say, hey, get in. We're going looking for a box.
2: Yes, sir. And the car is weighed down a lot by him. And it's 10-pound weight.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he can fit in that thing.
2: Either do I. I
0: like, like Well,
3: I was thinking of it more as a troop transport. Um,
0: you could pull it?
3: <laughs> yes. He can. He could probably follow behind it without any difficulty.
4: <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's He's fast enough?
3: I... A huge yeah. jumping robot can probably handle it. All
2: right. Yeah, because he's better on land than in the air. Okay, so, so probably I'm gonna, I motion
4: for him to follow, then, and uh, jump shotgun.
2: while we had it. To look for a box.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's probably, probably a large uh, block of stone.
2: I love his
0: explanation of it. We're going to go look for a box. For a box. <laughs> so...
3: I'm going to take a commercial break for a bio break here real quick before we get moving.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oof. Oof yeah.
4: Don't hit the yeah. trash can on your way out. The, the robot just jumped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Thank
1: you, Dave. That sounded like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I get a sound effect I can clip out then in years. And now the silence hits. That's weird-sounding, you're right. It, like, faded into the background after the first couple seconds.
4: And now it's... It it reminds me now that I'm in an empty room alone.
0: Yeah, I know, it's weird.
1: Hmm. I'm just in a room full of my comic books and my dice and books.
4: (laughs) Good man. Uh, I'm in my room surrounded by uh, plastic bags from the grocery store... (laughs) And Pop Tart boxes. Yes.
0: <laughs> are you are you one of these people that like stockpiles Pop Tarts? Yeah. Yeah. I've known I, people like that. I had a buddy who filled up a whole mini fridge with Pop Tarts. I love Pop Tarts. They well they're just good and I don't think they really ever go bad. They kinda change texture, but that's all.
4: See, they're like Twinkies. They'll yeah. survive the apocalypse. But they
0: come in more flavors. Yes. Good old punk Hey, welcome back to our show.
1: That's good. Um, I just remembered that there are, in fact, um, actual rules for playing out a commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a chart for that. Um, Hilarious. All right,
3: everyone sing the slinky theme out of tune.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, do I even remember that? (laughs) <laughs> what rolls no no the, that's the log it's, theme song
3: it's like Slinky Slinky Ren and Stimpy it goes I, I
4: downstairs
0: I thought we were Inspector Gadget and, was the theme song now yeah what, but the, for a commercial what goes downstairs a loner in pairs and na 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 yeah
4: that's
3: the log theme no
0: no but, that, it's, but it it's comes crazy. from the slinky one <laughs> it's a parody of the slinky song uh, <laughs> or uh, you know I do not remember the original.
3: You can just do the Hot Wheels announcer guy, you're good at that.
0: Mentos, the fresh maker. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> Be like say say we now return you to Archmasters of Lamoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we
4: now return to Archmasters. Wait. Yes, yes. that's good.
1: <laughs> 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 that's funny. <for blue> <laughs> um yeah i don't don't think I could have done it better um so in in the book there's um there's this, this section of a bunch of optional rules and and bits that you can enhance the game with and um you can make commercial breaks <laughs> <laughs> parts of of the session um and the book suggests that um I select a random player. Um, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Now I, um, In fact, I should select the player who has spent the most oomph since the last commercial break, or <laughs> since the beginning of the episode. But it's, so far, you haven't spent oomph. Um, so um, the first part I said was correct, I can I can select one of you a random player, then that player rolls a die and I roll a die. Um, and depending on the outcome, um, there's, uh, there's a table that I've got in front of me, the commercial break table, and it can have a positive effect on the player characters. It can also have a negative effect. Or it can just be something else. <laughs> or it can, can also have no effect. If you roll low. But um first off um the player should roll, then I roll. We compare and then there's there's another roll of D twelve after that. Um, so I'm going to take um uh, Trevor, you make the roll. Okay. But you you don't add a trait, this is just D twelve. Right. <laughs> I got a 10. I got 9.
2: So... I got a rock.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to find the rock still.
0: (laughs) It's a box. (laughs) We're looking for a box. Try to keep up. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) We go to table number 2. I think you're going to like this. Um, and I roll my d12 on that. Seven. Ah, this is so nice, but it it probably wouldn't have an effect on um, the scene right now. Um, It doesn't quite fit the situation, but I'm going to read it to you anyway. if you roll a seven here, it gives you kid power. <laughs> and the kids watching the show want the villains to fail so badly that it actually affects the show. <laughs> a random player gets to force a villainous NPC to roll a detriment die when said NPC is getting ready to make a check. Nice. And what? onto that till, till your first encounter with an evil NPC.
4: I don't know, I think the river's an evil NPC.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, we can,
3: we can totally bend that into, like, there's also a Arc Masters of Lemuria serial tie-in, and now you have to buy boxes of cereals so you can help the lieutenant find the missing text on the rock. Yes. So all of those sales increase the budget and yeah. uh, improve the animation quality, and therefore we have a bonus to getting across the river with some, like, special CG or something.
1: <laughs> that is so ingenious. <laughs> um, all right. Um, So, since uh, we're now starting into the next scene, um, before we do, um, every one of you give your, um, give yourselves one new point of oomph.
0: Roger that.
1: To your Base oomph.
0: It's moving from two to three.
4: I gained oomph for calling shotgun first.
0: That's why it's so important to do.
1: And for the moment, for the scene at least, uh, you have a brand new, slightly clunky makeshift vehicle (laughs) created by your friend Cynthia Simeon. And it would have a... Um speed rating of two and so sort of a general sturdiness and and resilience of four equal to um Cynthia Simeon's engineer trait Okay, I've
3: got that noted. So speed two sturdiness four
1: Yeah, it can it can also carry your your group. The way you want it to, if all four of you ride the vehicle you can barely fit in there, but it 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 will hold you and your equipment and you know your 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 stuff, your accessories okay all right up next, you um start moving in your new vehicle um. You roll out of the camp, um, past the remaining houses, and um, a small palisade, um, and you roll further and further into this forested area. You know, there's um, a mountain range ahead, in, you know, in um, northwest of you there, there's um, this mountainous area uh, you can see the peak of um, one very peculiar large mountain and a smaller one um, to the left of that and then uh, next thing you know um, you just see all kinds of strangely shaped Trees and, and shrubbery left and right of you, and there's um, there's not not much of a path or a road, but there, there's that's grounded that your vehicle can move on, as just just about enough to to roll in between the trees. All oh, right, I'm, I'm
3: having the a great time. time. doing their job, but it's a bumpy ride.
4: Hey, Cecilia, next time we go out, could you add some shocks to this thing?
3: You find them,
4: I'll put them in. Duly noted. All right. So, um, do we, so we made it to the river.
1: Um, now at the moment you you haven't uh, you, you haven't arrived um at the river bank yet. There's still some some more of that, that jungle before that. All right. And let's see. You come by a large oval shaped clearing and as you look around you notice that um the trees on the edge of that clearing also carry tree houses. Hmm. Yeah. They um they definitely look old. Um just a bit ramshackle, you know, and uh, most of them are, for the moment, they, they look empty. They look abandoned, and they are made out of this almost blackened wood. And yeah, these are right up Pretty high up in the trees.
0: All right, I'm going to sniff the air and see if I can catch the scent of... Uh... If there's any inhabitants or anything like that in the area, or possibly anything dangerous. For something like that, would I just use a straight D12? I don't really have, like, a scent
1: trait or anything like that. Yeah, but you have something expressing, I think, intelligence, um, like smart as a retriever? Yeah. With that, yeah.
0: Okay, if you let me use that, I definitely will. Oh, hey, a mighty one. <laughs> I think I may have inhaled a bug.
1: Seems like it. You, um, you, you caught um. The, the smell of uh, various things uh, all at the same time, um, like insects and um. So, sort of, um, pollen from um, a bunch of strange plant species. Um, it's very intense. Right around that area. Everything seems to have um a highly exotic smell. You know, the, the grass has a smell and the the bushes around here have have a different smell and they're like, like bees and bugs and, and little crawly things. You know, just so many at a time.
0: So I'm sniffing the air and then I just kinda of start like panting and sniffing all over the place, not really honing in on anything or giving any indication of uh danger or having found any particularly intriguing scent.
4: I'm going to turn to Cynthia and um, ask, do you think we should stop and look at this or should we just keep going?
3: Hmm. So I will look at the character
0: sheet. <laughs> Cynthia pulls thought- out a character sheet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she the instruction no, manual, not, huh?
3: Yeah, not entirely. She's got some exploring. So I want to take a look and see if it looks like these are still being used or if they're abandoned structures. Uh-huh. So I'll just roll for that. And I got a total of four.
1: Total of four. You know, it's a rather low. Um, So um, I'd say you cannot quite tell for sure at this point. Um, however, you um, you are sure that there's there's no one currently in any of those tree houses that you can see from here. Um, and you're also certain that there's no one currently observing you from there. Um, Right. And, um, after you finish looking, you suddenly notice a large bird, an an exotic bird, and it must be at least the size of an eagle, you know, um, maybe larger, taking flight from, um, you know, from basically the, the, the balcony of one of those tree houses, mm-hmm. and, um, it's so strong that when when he, he takes flight, you know his uh, his claws kind of flip back and they uh, rip out a, a part of the uh, the wood that's forming that that um, banister on, on the balcony. There's just this this old withered piece of wood, and it uh, comes falling down, just kind of plinkety plinkety plink, you know, hitting a few branches and falling right down in front of your feet.
3: Wow, look at that. That's
1: um is, is is the doggy seat next
4: to me, um on the on my side of the uh vehicle?
3: Sure, why not?
4: Alright. Well I'm gonna reach over and uh grab uh the grab uh, uh El- Elton by the collar because I don't want him chasing
0: after the bird. Oh okay. Perfect because I was just starting up after it like I start to surge up and then uh, you know sit back down. Just well, nothing. Well, just... Yeah.
4: So I observe the bird as well while holding onto his collar. All right. So uh, let's get going then. No reason to stick around here.
3: Okay. So I uh, being back in
1: gear and go. Right. right. Now. Soaring high up into the air, and it uh, seems to head straight for um, the larger of the two mountains.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. That was my question. There's these big birds the scientist mentioned that, uh, I think, it just in the conversation, there's always these big birds flying around the mountain. Would Elton have seen these animals before?
1: Um, A few times from afar.
0: Okay. Uh, can I tell if this is the same thing?
1: Um, Yeah, I can roll another check for that.
0: All right, using my smart trait. Hopefully I won't get a flub this time. Ah, okay, that's a little better with a 12.
1: (coughs) Right, total 12. Total 12. Um, Okay, Um, you think that that particular bird was even larger.
0: Ah. Okay, so um, I'll watch it and kind of skin my lips back from my teeth a little bit, a low growl in my chest, watching it carefully.
1: Yeah, it's going straight for that mountain, and um, there are a bunch of low-hanging clouds at this point, and next thing you know, it just kind of disappears into the clouds.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I continue to watch the area where it disappeared suspiciously. I'm going
4: to pat him on the head and say, easy boy.
0: And uh, a low, kind of synthesized voice from his speaking caller just comes out bigger.
4: Um, I'm just going to turn to Cynthia and shrug and as if to say, you get it?
3: Um... I don't know. You think, uh, hey, Elton, you think we, like, hang out? Being kind of, like, engineered critters?
0: Yeah, probably.
3: So, uh, she looks at the lieutenant and says, I think he means these are bigger than what the scientists were talking about.
4: Yes. I don't like the looks of this. No. But we need to still cross that river, so let's get going before nightfall. Yes.
1: Right, so you continue moving in your vehicle. Um, the ground is getting even, uh, you know, even unsteadier and, uh, like rocks and, uh, large, large, um, roots
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all, all across the, the ground. Um, and, Where you, you can always look around and see the uh, surrounding jungle area and you notice that there are very large mushrooms and also flowers that uh, got about the, the height of a man nice. and um, some other trees you know, that have um, vines and, and ivy hanging down from them and um every now and then you see like small animals like uh harmless looking animals um you know move around up there in the trees um and they all uh retreat uh, as as you're moving into the area you can just see them kind of zipping away um and Let's see. Um, you also notice oh, yeah. that through through the the trees and the the uh, what you call them the the undergrowth there. um, You see a very large fly trap, and it seems to to move. It almost seems like to to turn its head as you roll <laughs> by. <You've clears throat>
3: Eee, the fur gets all jaggedy up along her back and along the length of her tail.
4: I rest my hand on my big old blaster.
2: I I turned to her uh, and said keeping an eye on it.
0: <laughs> and I'm growling at it. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: Everybody's focused on this thing. <laughs>
2: Are there, like, any large, like, hills or outcroppings like that?
0: Hmm. Um...
1: Uh, ...near the bank of the river? Well, nothing major. Um, you... ...you move a few... ...couple hundred yards, and then... ...um, you can hear the... ...the sound of the, the river running past there, through the forest. Um, and you suddenly come um, to what 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 almost looks like um, a wall of uh, shrubbery and very very dense vegetation, and um, it's, um, it's right across the um, the path that you were going so far.
3: So the uh, front of Cynthia's. The uh, crawler cruiser uh, nudges through these shrubs and she kind of leans forward and hacks at them with her monkey wrench to uh, help clear the way
1: mm-hmm. yeah, you can do that and you notice um, uh, it's pretty hard work, um, but you take a few you know decided swings at it. And um you just just hack into um that bush, and there's like little bits falling left and right, and there's there's um an even thicker plant behind it, but um you can you can hack it and and, and bend it as well and so it's
3: tough work, but we can do it.
1: Yeah. So it, it would take a few moments to make a clearing big enough for um, two or three of you, or the vehicle. And then you see about, let's see, um, just a few feet behind that, there's um, just very wet Sandy ground, and you can see the river right there. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll uh, hop out of the sidecar and proceed towards the river carefully, uh, sniffing along the ground. I'm trying to catch tracks of anything dangerous that might be living in the river, I imagine there's probably some nasty beasts that live uh, in the waters around here. So I'm checking the area out for my companions. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: So uh, I will bring the vehicle up to the bank, and then, with a flourish of one hand, uh, gesture toward the button and say, Lieutenant, it's all yours.
4: Um, I'm gonna look at Cynthia with a skeptical look and say, "If this blows up," <laughs> and I'm just gonna push the button.
3: So with the uh, hissing pop, the raft ring inflates around the um, the whole vehicle, uh, and uh, Elton's little sidecar has its own little ring of rubber around it.
0: Whew, that's much better than I expected. I thought rockets.
5: Yeah, Yeah. it's
3: not rocket power. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, after a few seconds of hissing and uh, the sound of stretching rubber, uh, inner tube ring has uh, grown around the vehicle components. Big yellow, like, airplane escape ladder stuff.
4: Uh
1: Uh-huh. I'm going to kick
4: the uh, rubber around it to make sure it
0: doesn't
1: yeah. see <laughs> Boonk, With your metal robot feet.
0: <laughs> gently, gently. <laughs> so, um, I'll come bounding up to Hijuro um, and then, like, jump a short distance towards the edge of the water and then back again, looking at uh, the big robot and then, again, a short distance towards the edge of the water, back again.
2: I'm going like a jetpack, jump.
0: And I'll uh, bark once in confirmation, and then jump into the raft.
2: Okay. How are the winds and the air currents around the river?
1: What, the, the air currents I didn't pick up?
2: The winds, the air currents, are they like head pushed against our people or are they like going against or are they, or is there nothing?
1: Um, well, first of all, um, you all notice that the current is going from, um, from the point where you are, it, it's going from left to right. So you think the um, the river must originate somewhere uh, somewhere north or mm-hmm. northwest from here? Um, the wind is very slight by now. Um, so going against your your backs so far.
0: Ah, good. So a very slight tailwind.
3: Okay, so, right, so waiting for the lieutenant's command, Cynthia uh, uh, noses up to the riverbank and then kind of points down river and says, we should make landings somewhere around there, and just points downstream diagonally just a little ways down.
4: Great. Right. Um, Waller nods and uh, turns to... Uh, his big robot friend, um, and ask, "You think you can make it?" And, you know he indicates jumping the river.
1: Uh, how wide is the river? Um, pretty wide, but uh, it's also not too dramatically wide. You yeah? um, know, just let me think of a number here in, in feet, probably. Um, well, um, it is. We can handle meters, too. Canada.
4: Oh, Canada. Your grapes make such good wine. Oh, wait, no, that's not a <laughs> We are the maple syrup nation. Hell, yeah.
3: And ketchup-flavored Doritos. What a bizarre
0: thing. That is the best. The what are you talking mac and about? largest
1: oh, Yes. Mackin Don't you mean craft
0: Dinner, my friend? Yes. Yes.
1: So you estimate that um, at this very point where you start, the river is at least, um, let's say, 15 meters. So
2: 1.5 feet? I have no idea. No, that's about 45 feet. Forty-five feet? Okay. Forty-five, right? Forty-five to fifty. Okay. So I'm, like, a, I will do my best. we I'm I, just going to will not back. And I go as far back as I possibly can. <laughs> so I, can
0: next I don't remember. Does he have treads or does he hover? Yeah, I have treads. So he's getting a rolling start.
2: <laughs> yes. And then I can like push up and jump. I'm ready to go.
3: Okay. Great. So Cynthia so, starts uh, going into the water with the uh, amphibious vehicle. And
4: okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I have a reinforced back suit, so is that like a spacesuit then?
1: Yeah, I originally imagined it to be a spacesuit, but you can probably alter it a little. Um, right, well, you, you've already done that since arriving on Lemuria. You can.
4: Well, I'm going to say it has a pop out helmet, and if it's airtight, it means it's watertight. So I'm going <laughs> to activate the pop out helmet and just no, sit down in my seat.
3: i to all in my <laughs> abilities. <laughs> What'd you say? No confidence at all in my abilities.
4: Pretty
0: much.
3: <laughs> Good to know yeah. the Trust your equipment. Um,
0: Elton says, just for the benefit of the kids at home, it is better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Cat, don't attack the toast keychain. No, That's he
0: true. he doesn't say that.
3: No, he doesn't cannon, have, the the have packing, schizophrenia. My keychain that is shaped like a piece of toast, because he also has a strange obsession with bread, of all things. But anyway,
4: <laughs> onwards.
3: Um. So and then, like, as the uh, vehicle actually becomes buoyant and floats, a like little paddle wheel pops out the back, <laughs> and it's uh, going. made out of the old turbines of one of the retro rocket landing jets
0: awesome very good I'm uh, totally leaning out to just like gulp down some of the river water as we're going along
3: oh gosh he's gonna get sick.
0: no he won't
4: recognizing it's made from the
0: propeller of a retro
4: retro rocket jet. Um, I'm going to turn to Cynthia and state you couldn't have just take the rockets off of it?
3: Well, that would have been a fire hazard.
4: We're in the water!
3: <laughs> Besides, this is like one of those old river boats. It's relaxing.
4: Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> And I'm just going to sit there with my arms crossed with my helmet
0: on. Tom um,
3: Sawyer so music is playing in the background of the cartoon. Yeah,
0: hey, I was picturing that or like a uh, a not-quite-copyright-infringement version of Credence Clearwater Revivals uh, rolling <laughs> on a river. <laughs>
2: Once the group is plenty far enough out onto the water, Pijar revs up his Motors and say so rolls on to the bank and at the last possible second he jumps up and pops out his jetpack and fires it up. Uh huh. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I know. What do I need to roll?
1: For that? Uh, first of all, since it has the uh, fickle restriction. Oh no. <laughs> There'd be an extra uh, roll of D12, just a simple D12, have nothing. And if you get uh, a result of one, two, or three, it wouldn't work. So
4: it oh, dear. I'm going to get wet, but it's not because the boat failed.
5: Yeah. It's so a giant
4: eight.
0: robot
2: created a tidal wave.
0: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> why he waited for us to get out there, just in case.
2: <laughs> yeah. 7 and 8,
1: so it didn't fail. It didn't fail, yeah. It um, goes off normally. Um, You just have to make sure that you're positioned right and you don't move. Yeah. So the, the stream of your jet will then further move the, the boat um downstream.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or upstream if that's where you want to go. <laughs> It'll be slightly harder.
2: Well I take the most direct route that'll get me the, the across very easily.
1: Hmm. Well, it's a pretty good current you'd say. Um and yet you know propelling the boat um um actually moving it uh, further away from that large mountain. Okay. Because you'd have to go upstream for a bit. I'm basically heading in the same direction
2: as Cynthia's ref boat is.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, fine, yeah. Now I got it. Hmm. So up next in this scene of the cartoon, there'll be a change in the music. Mm-hmm. And I oh no. It's that... like when
3: you're in a video game and the music changes, you're like, oh no. Yes.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a boss fight, isn't it? <laughs>
3: oh, the door just closed behind me.
1: We've hmm. so just got used to um, moving on that new vehicle, and Hijiro has equally got used to um, moving about in the river. Um, everything's still working normally and um, then the next person who kind of looks over their shoulder notices that there is apparently a very large um, fish-like animal swimming in the middle of the river right there in the middle coming up behind you, and it's uh, it's so large that it uh, can probably not um, go completely underwater. Almost uh, looks to be the size of a small ship by itself, and it's uh, mostly red. Large fins toward the side, and they're they're red and. Um, it's covered in dark red and orange uh, scales, and uh, it's got mean-looking uh, greenish eyes and larger eyes, um, and um, basically a gigantic mouth, so. um, and it seems to be sort of... 50 to 60 percent uh, out of the water, like the whole upper section of its body is it's out of the water.
0: And moving in our direction? Mm, yeah. Okay, so, Lieutenant! Lieutenant! Look out! And then a couple barks thrown in there for good measure. All
3: right,
0: I'm going to turn... you oh, think
4: lemurs, Lieutenant? no! <laughs> Holy halibut! it!
5: <laughs> That's the Lieutenant's <legitimate> reaction.
0: Perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> or you're soaring over
2: it. Yeah, I know. It's like, don't land in water. Go, oh, water. Little well, we so, should suck landing in water.
0: Alright, so I'll turn around rise somewhat unsteadily to my feet and start growling at this thing.
4: Um, I'm going to turn to Cynthia and say, can this
0: tub go any faster? Hmm. That sounds like no. (laughs) (laughs) Or she's just staring at you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? I think we might have lost Cynthia.
3: No, I'm here.
0: Okay. There you are.
1: Slightly quieter all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, I couldn't hear anything there.
3: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Skype has days. Um, what I said was it's already going as fast as it can, sir. Whatever speed 2 equates to, we're doing it. And, uh, but I can try to use my monkey wrench and my cyborg mechanic to do as Scotty does and try to get a little more power. So, she whips out her omni wrench, monkey wrench. Which is like this crazy, like science fiction wrench that's the size of her arm, and has all kinds of dangly do-bobs and tools and things.
0: Is it Sonic?
3: Uh, probably. There's probably a Sonic component. <laughs> and uh,
0: Omni wrench. I think
4: is ratchet and clang.
3: Pushes yes. the to the helm of the vehicle, and starts tinkering with the paddle wheel.
2: And you can call for help too.
3: I actually have no communications device.
2: Well, you can call out over the water.
3: I can let out a loud shriek, proceeding a trait.
2: I'm barking yeah, at it. it. Okay, so Joe is supposed to go over to the rat and says, Do you require any help?
3: you. Um, just points and then goes back to making mechanical working sounds on the paddle wheel.
2: Okay, well, he he cannot do anything at the moment except to get behind the raft and push it Rather, um, his jet hacks to make it move faster. Awesome. Do I need to do anything for that?
1: Um, well that would be a good challenge for you um yeah, nothing too uh too outrageous I'd say uh, you can oh, I can do a bunch of things you can just motion right up to um your amphibious vehicle or you can touch it yeah and see what I'm gonna do um So jetpack is what you're using, right? Yes. Um, yeah, just roll that once and um, give me at least a uh, nine if, to, to beat my difficulty of eight.
2: No. I, but do, are we saying that there's a good wind and airstream coming from the river for us? Because I can get eight. Yeah. There is. All right.
1: Right now I have six. Hmm. Um. Well, if it's an important roll to you, you can reroll by spending one oomph. You have three oomph at the moment. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He out first. Um, you can also spend two oomph and then you'd, you'd add um, the result of a d12. Okay, I'll use one oomph to reroll and get a 10. So you have 10 plus 2. Which is 12. Hmm. Right, you beat that difficulty and that means that you're moving at rather fast velocity now.
2: (laughs) With with the amphibious crab.
1: (laughs) So you're
0: kinda pushing us along?
2: Yes. I'm not going to hang on it, everyone.
3: So, seeing what's going on, Cynthia um, actually just lifts the paddle wheel up and out of the water so it reduces the drag that uh, Huchiru needs to fight against.
0: Good. I continue to bark helpfully.
4: <laughs> I'm going to stand up, pull up my blaster, and take pot shots.
3: I will hurry back to the steering wheel so we don't just veer out of control.
0: <laughs> 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 we just start going in circles in the middle of the river, being chased <laughs> by <laughs> this thing.
5: Yeah.
4: So do I need to roll to shoot with my bulky ray gun?
1: Um, yeah, you can do that in a moment. Um, I'm going to roll a check here myself in for the fish creature. It um, well, basically has to use all of his strength to catch up with you, but it's still following you. Oh, I have a natural 12. No! Oh. Uh, I'm glad I'm firing at it. Added to <laughs> my stat here, my, my monster stat. Yeah, you you see that um, it's uh, it's unbelievably swift here and moving in its uh, its probably uh, its home territory in the river, and it's hunting for whatever it can catch in the stretch of the river. So. um... Um. It's covering a bunch of yards, and you can, you can all see it. You know, uh, swimming further toward you, and the the energy in Hijiro's uh, jetpack uh, will probably not last for very much longer.
5: Yeah. <sighs> so I start shouting like.
3: Uh, evasive maneuver orders to, like, go left and right to try and maybe confuse this thing so that who knows what direction I'm about to steer in.
2: Okay. Bad
0: <clears throat> and I'll wait to see the results of the lieutenant's shots if there are any results before I decide what to do
1: next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is Um, take actions and you can can all um, describe what exactly you're going to do and some of you have done that Um, and then you roll the appropriate traits um, as part of uh, an extended fight scene so um, you're going to try to get rid of the monster or confuse it or um, make it move away um, whatever you do is um, it, it, it counts toward um, defeating my, my monster here yeah? and uh, you can you can or coordinate and, and work together um, and if you get um, a higher result for your attack actions uh, versus my actions then I would take setbacks, you know, measured in in setback tokens, Mm -hmm. just have to be at least uh, one higher than than my total. Um, And every time that happens, I take a setback tokens, a token, and um, you lose the fight upon taking the fourth token.
0: Okay, gotcha. So if you get numbers higher than us, we get a setback token and vice versa, and at four total for either side, that side is out of the fight.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's not make this a very quick game, guys. Yeah. All right, well, I want to shoot at it with my bulky ray gun.
1: Right. Um, And there's a method to determine initiative, you want to, um, at the moment, you, you can have the initiative as a group, but, um, then you can also go by whoever has the most oomph, and then it goes to the character with the second highest oomph, total oomph, and then the, the third highest. Um, oh yeah, by the way, my, um, Creatures and opponents don't have oomph themselves. There's a a pool of oomph that uh, the game master controls. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use that for for all of my opponents and and things throughout the session.
0: Gotcha. So they don't really have a rating so much as they kind of use your pool.
3: Okay. Um, I think we're all tied for oomph right now at three.
0: Mm -hmm. Three, two. Uh, I think after the last scene, we all went up one, so I think uh, Hijiro would have three also.
2: No, actually, I three. You
0: used one. You know,
2: two oh, okay. That's position. right. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: So we're
4: all equal, except for the robot. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we can just go to the person with the highest uh, raw trait rating. So if you want to use something that has, has a six... I don't I don't think you, you have a sin, but if you have, let's say, raygun Ray is three, but but you have you have gunner four. You can use the the gunner trait, Jake Waller. That is, and you it enhance that by the plus two that you get from bulky raygun. Okay. Yeah.
4: So I will do that then.
1: Yeah. But you have to uh, you have to do the, the uh additional D twelve roll before because it's fickle. It's okay. a, it's a piece of equipment that uh could act the way you want it.
4: So I just
1: roll a D twelve. Mm-hmm. Alright. I got an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's working for now. You All can right. see it power up and you have it right in your grasp, and then um, the ray gun would give you that plus two to bring you up to six. And then you make another regular roll uh, and add six. Okay.
4: That's 15. Ooh. Uh-huh. There's a reason I'm the leader. <laughs> you have the gun. Good, bad. <laughs> You're the guy you're, with the gun.
3: You're, exactly.
4: you're human DNA. <laughs> 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 yeah, human DNA triumphs all.
0: Wow, that sounds That's like nice. you're using a dice cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm using in fact one of my old dice cups. Classic. <laughs> um okay, I've got a total of 10. Yes. Good for the heroes. Um, I was using the creature's swim fast trait. Um, so it wasn't quite evading those rays from the ray gun. And you can see it um, hit the, the scales around the, the, the head and some of the um, the large fins on the side and and the back fin and just go pa-tion, 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 yep. and making little lights upon impact you know kind of
0: cuz in the cartoons know, nothing ever injures anything right
3: yeah. there is no death there's only destruction
1: yeah and it seems to to look slightly more irritated still following you for the moment
3: so now we go to the next person in initiative, right? hmm I also have a trait with a four, which I would like to use. So is that me or the dog or the robot man? Well,
0: I've got some pretty high traits, but at the moment, I'm just kind of like growling at the thing. Uh, and if there, if something happens that I can do, I've got some ideas, but... At the moment, I kind of would like to pass initiative if there's a way to do that. You know, pass it on uh, to the next person.
3: I'd like to just kind of make a official continuation of my previous uh, action and use my monkey reflexes to defend uh, myself and those of us in the vehicle, if possible, via these evasive maneuvers. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then I would have I would roll and I would add monkey reflexes and then uh was there something else to add?
1: No. Um no, in fact you don't have to add anything. You, you can make um a regular roll. Okay. And it's just just reminding me of um another session that I ran with this and um a similar thing happened and that that player also asked me the same thing. Um because um, you would use the, the defend bonus just as uh, a statement, then you don't have to roll. You can say, I, I use that once mm-hmm. in the scene and make it my, my um, automatic defend, right? De- okay. Defense is automatically good. So okay, then whatever I'll I was u- going to use as my next attack, you know, it, it, would, it would fail.
3: Okay, so then I will use my evasive maneuvers as my defend in the scene.
0: Ah, cool. So we're all slewing back and forth. It's like the same 12 frames over and over. Yep. You know, as we go from side to side with the, like, tail of water coming up on one side and then coming up on the other.
3: The lieutenant's hair has been musting in exactly the same manner about every two seconds.
0: One of his sideburns occasionally becomes the color of his flesh. <laughs> you keep seeing my laser going off. Yes. <laughs>
1: Guys, I'd like to take a short bio break myself, yeah. Okay, go time.
4: for
0: it. I used to
1: so
4: love it was when I. My... the
0: next jingle. <laughs> oh, man, let me see. I'm trying to remember. My little pony, my little pony. <laughs> apocalypse pony, apocalypse pony. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was pony when... There was a Honeycombs one that got stuck in my head.
3: Wasn't that Ice Cream Barbie
0: that also... Yeah, Ice Capade Barbie got stuck in my head one time for like for like two weeks. I'm like, God damn it. Nine years old, considering suicide just to get the song out of my head. I bet a Once shotgun would sour. do the trick. Then they're sweet. Yep. No, then what, they're sour again. What was that? There was a Honeycombs commercial where they had the space shuttle... And they replaced the blasters of the space shuttle with like a honey rotating honeycombs, and it was like this very clever bit of early CG or something.
3: I kind of remember that. God. But there's also the a one, a two, a three. Yes. Chomp.
0: Oh wait 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 wait! I know there was um pow pow power wheels pow pow power wheels <laughs> power wheels power makes it go. Power wheels, something else that was really cool, and look at this thing, and a giant monster truck that you could sit in.
3: (laughs) Silly
4: rabbit, tricks are for kids. Yes, that was was good, too.
3: That big foot, like, battery-powered vehicle. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Um,
5: I had
0: one of those for a long time.
2: Actually, you know those old yo-yo commercials? Yes. Yes. I know
0: the guy who did some of those. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we. <sorry.
2: laughs>
0: there was also, um, you guys ever see The Animal? It was a, oh, awesome, Rabbit in Space, from like the 50s?
1: A movie called The Animal.
0: Sweet. No, it was a um, toy monster truck called The Animal. And uh, it had like this very primitive curb sensor. When it bumped up against something, these hideous little plastic tire claws would come out of the tires.
5: (laughs) Terrible.
0: It was awesome because it could climb. It actually was a pretty cool little vehicle. And there, a buddy of mine had it. I couldn't. I was saving up for something else, I think. And uh, the thing was like the animal. The animal can anything stop? Can anything stop the animal? The animal? The animal?
3: Stairs flummox that thing anyway.
0: Well, yeah, but stairs flummox modern high-tech robots too, and sometimes people, including me.
3: I also had the my pet monster. Oh yeah, it was. Other was my buddy and my friend and my big. My little brother and my little sister, and they made a monster version. Mm -hmm. That thing was pretty cool, too.
4: My ex-girlfriend. My (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Wherever (laughs) Wherever I go, she always goes.
0: (laughs) My
5: ex-girlfriend and me.
0: My ex-girlfriend comes with realistic restraining order. (laughs) (laughs) My Uh, personal stalker.
4: (laughs) My personal stalker. (laughs) Yes. With the robot yeah. chicken skit. Oh, I, I think we've
0: it. all been
1: there. I uh, Oh, my God. And bad. Uh, very awesome. looking looking uh, fish monster picture on the web. <laughs> awesome. We're talking. I'm
0: trying to link it. I, seriously,
1: 20 taking points in that, like... whoever
4: like, can figure out where it's from.
0: Which one? The picture <laughs> he's posted. Oh, okay. It, like, it just... Holy crap, look at that. What's of URL is this? Remember, the points don't matter. (laughs) Man. That looks familiar somehow, but I don't Mm -hmm. know what it's from.
2: Are you finding Nemo?
0: No, because that's a kid. It looks like my nightmares. Yeah, I know. As HP Lovecraft said, I cannot but think of the deep sea without shuddering. Yeah, I don't know what that's from.
2: Yeah, neither do I.
4: It's like one of the fish is ready to scare the kid and the other one doesn't approve.
0: (laughs) 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 It's time to play good Leviathan, bad Leviathan. (laughs) Bad Leviathan, worse Leviathan. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also plenty of squished women in bikinis. I don't mean they're actually squished. I mean, the images are squished, so it makes them look weird. Ah. <laughs>
1: Here's another one.
0: That's Although, that's probably a website.
1: An actual photograph, I think. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, is it an oarfish? I hope it's an oarfish. Oh. I like oarfish. Is it an oarfish? It's a jackal. It's a jackal. Is it a jackal? thank you Oh, it's a viperfish. I like the M. <laughs>
1: So the thing that your characters uh, can see now has pretty much that head. Sweet. The bright, cartoony red, like primary red with orange stripes. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, some blue streaks on the side.
0: And like our, a zodiac could fit between those front teeth, it sounds like, on the sides of this thing.
4: Yeah, so we won't be chewed to death.
1: We'll just be swallowed. Could could probably fit in it.
0: Yep, or we'll be slowly digested over the course of a thousand years.
1: Did you know that there's also um, uh, a monster in the um, Pathfinder Bestiary that looks exactly like the Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi?
0: Oh, that's great. But, yeah.
4: Hey. Boba Fett jumped in on purpose.
0: I mean, Django. <laughs> I wanted to end the shame that eating was coming retroactively from the yeah. prequels Fat Neck made. Okay, let's not go off on that tangent. I'm sorry. So, we're fighting a giant fish monster.
1: <laughs> yeah, so far I've given it one setback token. And you can see it getting really angry in the water that time. Still maintaining its uh, speed here, pretty much.
0: All right, I'll take a quick look. Right. How are Hijiro's jet jetpacks holding out?
1: Well, they're running, but um, upon closer inspection, you can see uh, so th- those uh, yellow flames coming, uh, um, starting to to sputter slightly, and going choop, 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 choop. <laughs> and. Um, he continues uh, uh, splashing around in, in the water behind you, and mm-hmm. he
2: my evas- the evasive actions that um, she's telling me to do. hmm With the three. Use another oomph. I'm using another oom. Three
1: roll. God, that's worse than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> it's slower than the first one. And the first one still counts. Oh, really?
2: <laughs> so that's nice. It,
1: so it's five.
0: Yay.
2: <laughs> but it actually makes sense. Yeah,
0: because your flames are flickering and stuff. And hey, that's more than halfway up the uh, at least the base die value. So
2: Yeah. Hopefully it gets us closer to the bank.
4: My character is just still looking at the beast and firing at it and stating, great, it's big as a house, fat as a cheetah, and now it's mad as hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll something for that creature. Hmm. Well, that's pretty high. I have a total of 16 here. Hey. Using my trait called large. And by being large, um, the monster comes right up to um, the point in the water where Hijuro uh, is. And you can see uh, its gigantic mouth opening slowly. Can
0: we invoke? That kid power thing, we were kind of joking about it, but I wasn't sure how serious we were with the commercial break. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that, that, that still goes.
0: What do you guys think? Should we use that here? That's where we force it to...
3: Yeah.
1: Sure, yes. Kid power, activate. Another die for my next thing, um, and then take the lower of the two results.
0: All right. So as this thing gets closer and its mouth opens up, uh, I stop barking and uh, just now have uh, my fangs bared and my fur bristling, and I'm ready to leap at this thing if it gets too much closer.
1: Mm -hmm. Up next, you just uh, start noticing that there is... uh, a vast, uh, amount of water being sucked into that fish, here you know, it's just <laughs> water from around, uh, I, think I don't have hands. Yeah. You still have a, um, like an, an active action for Elton the dog because you haven't attacked or... Yeah, uh... uh...
0: Let's see here. Sonic bark. Don't have a super bark. I cannot obliterate large structures with my super bark. I could get out and try pushing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't, you know what? I was going to say, well, oh, I don't know how well I'd be able to coordinate, but this is a Saturday morning cartoon. Illogical stuff like that happens all the time. Yes. So, what the heck? I got an action. I'd like to um, lean part way over so that my forepaws are kind of holding the thing. And, uh, just start paddling really really fast i am big as a wolfhound and fast as a greyhound
4: it's a shame you're not part fish
0: (laughs) well i have a waterproof coat so i'm thinking if which do you think would be more appropriate here um big as a wolfhound fast as a greyhound strong as a sled dog gm what do you think's more appropriate to use here
1: well i'd advise you to um use the strong as a sled dog but um
0: if add, i can use one of the well, en- enhancers with that that would be awesome
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um if you add the plus 3 from your your first trait from big as a wolfhound mm-hmm. to the Long trades, it gives you a 6 then.
0: Okay. So I'll try to help our robot out as much as I can by just uh, swimming along, kind of helping to push the raft, because we're being drawn back into the thing's mouth almost, it sounds like. Yeah. All right. That's a total of plus 6, and hey, a 6. So 12 total.
3: Okay. Um, I've kind of lost track of initiative, but I would like to take an action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, seeing that we're being drawn back, I want to rely on my monkey reflexes once again and just uh, tell um, Fugero and Elton, hold on! And then I just like turn the wheel all the way toward the bank we want to go to and, like, do this U-turn around the lip of the fish's mouth, and back along its body, trying to just evade it with a sudden maneuver.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Very cool maneuver if it works. (laughs) Oh,
3: and it will. It will. I rolled an 11. So, um, that's a 15 total.
1: Ah. Just let me check whether I can match that or beat that somehow.
0: And if I may ever so gently remind you of the kid power invoke. This is great. I never get to be a player wheedling for every advantage.
3: <laughs> I ran a game not too long ago.
0: Yeah, I know. It, and it was fantastic. I'm just the GM. I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> it's often the case. That's why cons I are great. Play it. Players hate it when I play. Well, don't don't play in a way that makes them hate that. Oh, no, they hate it because then one of them has to GM. Mm -hmm. Not because of... Okay.
4: That and I always come up with a way to get out of their scenarios. No,
0: that's awesome.
4: Yes, but my players or the mentality that it's players
0: versus GM, so... Oh, see, yeah, I used to be like that, too. It's a lot more fun the other way. It seems to work better for most games too. There are some games where it's definitely player versus GM, but a lot of times it works well if it's you view it kind of cooperatively.
1: So, right, the monster is still there. It's very close by. Um, it's uh, it's acting very aggressive. Um, its whole appearance is definitely aggressive. Um, it still looks. Unhurt, just angered.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm now going to roll my check. And I have two dice, take the lower. And I'm using, oh yeah, I'm, I'm using my huge to the maw trait. <laughs> and that would ordinarily have a specialty attached to it. That's the one that gives me the, the, um, the, the extra die.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now your, your negative die from kid power cancels out my um, my benefit done, And I get exactly 14.
3: Aha! Mm. Uh-huh. I had a 15. Uh-huh.
4: Sweet!
1: So we maneuver barely out of the way. Yeah.
3: Yes, it's a close call.
1: There's
3: a, there's a to fade to black right before the kids see whether we made it or Everyone not.
1: Everyone watching the episode could tell how tricky that was because um the river is pretty much filled up by the the size, the width of the fish monster, and <laughs> there's a little bit left on either side you know to to move around on your vehicle
3: So we make kind of a rough beach landing, but we're in one piece
1: mm-hmm.
0: did we make it to the shore?
3: Well, one way or the other, the landing's going to be rough. <laughs>
4: And I'm standing up shooting at him, not watching where we're going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that's why I was torn. Like, I want to stay by your side and, like, stabilize you or fish you back out of the water. If you fall. You
4: failed. Some man's best friend
0: you are. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I am acting as an outboard motor.
1: We're getting very close to. Um the bank now. You can almost touch the the, the sandy ground there. And, of course, there's some grass and uh, bamboo type uh, plants uh, coming out of the water there. And, um... Now, up next, um... Jake Waller can, can still, um... Roll another check for for, for firing.
4: Alright. Fire away. So I need to roll to uh, see if it works and doesn't...
1: Yeah, you have to roll that every time.
4: Okay. (laughs) I'm rolling good today, so... Let's see that fail right now. (laughs) Yeah, four. (laughs) No, I think you're good.
3: You have oom.
4: No, four, four should be... Oh yeah, it's one, two, and three. right? Yeah, four's yeah. okay. Four okay. Alright. So now I roll again and add my bonus.
1: Yeah, no now you add uh gunner plus the um enhancer from bulky ray gun again.
4: Okay. I rolled an
0: eight. Roll. Bye everybody. <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. We've still got some leeway because it's set back tokens, back and forth
1: It's fourteen, and uh I'll roll something against that
4: Wait, I roll again
1: no no um you've uh you've done your action, and now uh, I roll for the fish monster okay. Hmm. A natural twelve again. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, Are you fish? You know time? what? I think
0: you and I need to trade dice.
1: Blasts, uh hit the, the the flank the the side of the thing multiple times, and um, it's just um alerting the monster to your position even more.
3: <laughs> so I'm trying desperately to get this thing up onto the riverbank.
1: Mm-hmm. Forget
4: that! Everybody jump.
0: Well, the moment he says it, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to wait for my turn to come around. Oh, I'm not
4: actually saying that. Oh, he okay. so you guys actually want to go jump off the boat,
3: <laughs> no, not particularly. This thing yeah, she... still has some sturdiness. He's <laughs> probably sturdier than me. <laughs> oh,
4: that's true. My, my character's risky, though, so he probably would stay with the boat to the bigger end.
3: He's the captain of the (laughs) ship.
0: He's the lieutenant of the ship. Oh, wait, no.
4: I have to go down with it, don't I?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid human. Think you're all awesome with your upright stance and your thumbs. You have to go down with the ship.
4: Some man's best friend you are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's thinking. No. Yeah, be careful, because if the lieutenant says it, Elton's going to do it. (laughs) So he says jump, Elton says where? Yeah, on the way up.
3: (laughs) 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 (coughs) Like our friend's dog, who would repeatedly run into the wall in an attempt to eat the laser pointer light.
4: (laughs) Classic. So whose turn is it now?
1: I think it's my turn. Uh, the the role that I just made was my um, defensive maneuver with like my
0: ah okay gotcha. Defensive.
1: And now um, the monster is still going to try do something to to catch you to attack you. And I still haven't gone. Okay. Just to try to to bite the vehicle. Um, yeah, and then you can do your defenses against that. And
0: I think we may need to bring in um, Hijiro also.
1: Yeah. Gonna do some
2: defenses.
1: Okay, I have... um, I have a total of 11, but I'm going to use one my Game Master Oomph to reroll that. Oh, I have a 12. No! 12 plus...
4: I say those dice are weighted. <laughs>
1: yeah. Constant 12s, really? Um, that gives me a total of uh, 22.
0: Man. Well, we may be calling on someone to do a use this trade as a defense thing next, sounds like.
4: Well yeah, I've got Super right. Jump. I can totally get off the boat.
3: I already used my defense so
0: Well, we happen to have a badass defender robot with us.
2: I know I'm gonna do that next. With my push push nose shoe and pop it out around me and hopefully the boat there's a defense. Awesome. With my lagging energy supplies.
0: <laughs> Don't worry.
4: Enemy, energy is like ammo. No one keeps count.
3: <laughs> Especially not in a cartoon. Worst comes to worst, you you know pop out your solar panel in a moment. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah, after I land. So that's what I'm doing. Is my jet personal shield to defend with.
3: Alright.
1: Right your jetpack. And uh, unfortunately the jetpack comes with the fickleness. So I have your control. Yeah, beforehand.
2: A three and a nine. Oh. Mm.
1: Alright. Yeah if if the yeah, if you if you wrote the the, the three first then uh, the jetpack doesn't function.
2: Okay, I wrote the nine first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Uh you still have to, to get a a high total. Now um well will give you a five at this point.
0: I think we were talking about uh or I think what Trevor was saying was using his Personal shield to defend.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's
3: automatic, it automatically works, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Um, you can do that once per scene. fight scene, correct? Um, okay. Um, ordinarily, um, you'd have to do that before I have um, my attack result. Oh okay. You didn't know that. It's uh, it's uh, in the rules, so um, players cannot wait for um, the other side to get a really good result, like uh, an 11 or 12, and then use their automatic defense for that. Well, I, that's why I said I had not gone yet.
0: Oh, yeah, I think... Did we skip you last turn?
1: Yeah, because I'm very last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can do, do another action. Um. Okay, well... Huh? But you can well, I just your, keeping, you can make, make yourself uh safe for for this turn with the deep. Right. you can spend it on that which I am mm-hmm. and
2: because like I'm just keep on going and trying to be, protect the people on boat and myself
5: mm-hmm.
1: and that's all I'm doing very well um so um for the moment, Hijiro is not affected by any action of uh, my big fish. Um, however, you, um, you're all staring right into that gigantic gaping mouth. Awesome. With uh, like, uh, various smaller fish you're jumping around in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Desperately trying to get out of the way. Oh, gee. Uh, I hope it shifted too. Yeah.
1: So
4: let's see who's next.
3: I believe that brings us back to the lieutenant.
4: Hmm. Back to me. Hmm. Okay. Well. Um. I could just fire it again, but do I have anything else that would possibly help us out here? I have survivalists.
1: Right. Nope. It's they, so they, no, you say not bliss to to dive into the water and and hide from it,
4: <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps you bionic leap to jump <laughs> to shore. Perhaps In you way. know
0: something about this type of fish.
2: Mm-hmm. so That making a boat lighter, well, it makes it go faster. <laughs> Well, my my highest score combination
4: I can pimp out is bulky ray gun mixed with gunner. So that's my best shot at hurting it. Best shot. <laughs> 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 Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be here all week. Well, so I guess I'm just going to fire at it again because that's what us men do. We just keep firing
0: until something happens.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Shit, that was the way it was in those cartoons, man.
1: So all the things you could use the the gunner trait uh, separately if you wanted because so far uh, we've um, always used the the ray gun as an enhancer mm-hmm. but I think everything that you've got as as a separate trait you can also get the, the, the four plus um, a D12 you can say you you use Smaller uh extra gun or you um using that that skill differently it's just when you use your your big bulky ray gun that comes as an action figure accessory okay, that additional point
4: Well, I want to use the additional bonus because last time I only got an eight with it, so I'm afraid to not have that extra plus two. I yeah. actually give it a shot. Who knows? So I guess I'll just use the gunner skill and pull out a, pist- a little tiny laser pistol and just start firing at it. And Two-handed to recharge. Yeah, I'll dual wield. I'm dual wielding laser pistols now and just. <laughs> <laughs> so I need I need to roll and add four.
3: And then it seems somewhere he's got a laser Gatling gun. All
0: right. Yeah, for like one episode, never shows up again.
2: So I I got 12. Next time I'm going to open fire on him. Wait, the
4: monster
1: just rolled 22.
0: Yeah, that was the earlier with the 10, like the 12, and then adding oomph and...
1: Yes. Yeah, it was there was a re-roll, and then one of the dice showed me twelve, came up twelve, and I added my trade twice, and that was five. There's so, no way we can help him, is there? No. Uh, maybe. Um.
0: I mean, mechanically, is there some way that we can? add to his total. I don't imagine I can just give him oomph. But is there anything for cooperating or anything like that?
1: Um, I just looked that up. um, There is is teamwork in combat. Um, How do I do that? Uh, Okay. It shouldn't be so that um, characters... Um, team up for defense but you can um, you can cooperate on attacks. And now I have to find the correct page. let me see. Luckily my my PDF of the book is searchable. <laughs> but teamwork. teamwork and the rules. I could,
4: I can use oom to add another role. I'd have to roll a 11 to beat it, to beat a 22.
3: You can also do a counterattack with oomph, looking at the oomph rules.
1: Yeah, counterattack is if you use the same trait that you just used for attacking. Isn't that what it says?
3: You can spend one oomph to make a counterattack when being attacked by an enemy.
4: So I can attack again, like I just did?
3: This must be declared after the enemy makes the attack check. If the enemy fails to inflict a setback token or cause insta-defeat, she gains a setback token himself. That's an interesting sentence. Um, (laughs) Counterattacks cannot cause insta-defeats.
4: So I just declare a counterattack and when they attack, if they don't get the setback token, they gain one.
3: You don't get the setback token, they do.
4: Okay. Well yeah. we still have to beat a twenty two to not get that setback.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the the paragraph about teamwork here says that whenever two or more characters work together on a task that involves a check, which is the case now. Um, You must declare which character is the lead for the task. Mm -hmm. Basically, go with team leader. Um, And the way it's described here, um, you're advised to use the character with the highest applicable trait, with the highest rating um, that fits the situation. Uh, But you don't have to do that. But just mechanically, it would be wise to go with the guy with the, the highest appropriate rating. Um, And then he makes his check, and every person assisting them um, can add half of their appropriate rating. Okay. Like character one would have a four, and then character two comes in with his trait at four, and you add half of that, so you add plus two, and then the next team member adds plus two, or plus one, whatever. So... So, It's one roll, and you could still fail if you you roll.
3: I have an idea. Yes. Elton takes the wheel. (laughs) Cynthia shouts, go for the eyes. I'll take the one on the right, and uses her monkey foo to kick it right in the eyeball, and the lieutenant shoots it in the other eyeball, and hopefully that makes the fish go away.
0: All right. Sounds so, good to me, man.
3: The man with the gun. It's your turn, so I'll let you lead.
0: It's just there's a cut, and suddenly Elton's just out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no animation for him jumping out there at all. <laughs> so, mind assisting her then?
4: Because no, I just ass-
0: fired.
3: I'm assisting you. I'm just saying we can we can team up, and that's you know kind of how I picture it happening.
1: Okay. You have to team up very fast because this is all happening in the same four seconds of animation.
3: Yeah, so you know that's what Cynthia shouts the instructions. The captain's already, or the captain, the lieutenant's already shooting his gun. All he needs to do is aim at the fish's eye. I need to kick it in the other eye. Mm-hmm. So I use my monkey foo. At I have a three. Do I round up? Do I round down?
1: Uh, you round up. Okay. Okay.
3: That gives me a 13. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh... Ooh, man. What can I use here? Ah, well, uh, I guess that's going to be smart again. So with a 3, I round we, up, and I just add that to the roll, you, you right?
1: You add uh, 2 to what, what uh, Cynthia got.
0: Okay, so that's an additional 2.
1: So we are at, uh... What, 15? Hmm? (laughs) It's not Hmm. a
3: catastrophic failure.
2: (laughs) Wait, so why are we at 15?
1: Uh, Even if uh, Hijiro adds something, it doesn't get you up to 23. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I rolled a
4: 12. And so
2: oh. <laughs> all I can do is add in my trend cannon fire.
4: So um, I wasn't I wasn't told we were playing through the last episode <laughs> of this series.
0: <laughs> well no, this is like cuz we're about we're at the wrap up time what I picture is like this is a place where there'd be like some dramatic music and it like it kind of goes dark. But you know, like in the next episode, we all wake up on the bank in the wreck of the ship, or we're inside this thing's belly, or something like that, and it takes us right it's to in, where we yeah, need to go,
3: yeah, so I was about the picture we end up riding inside the fish to right where we need to go,
4: yeah, okay, thats why. well, you guys might be riding in it. I'm super jumping on it, sweet. <laughs>
1: You yeah, I I just checked the numbers uh, again here, and if um, we leave it at my twenty-two against your fifteen, um, it doesn't cause an insta defeat. There's not no instantaneous defeat. Hooray! No, just uh, your your team gets a setback token. Um, okay. I think I have to. Determine who gets the token i would would it wouldn't be right for the monster to um to cause uh, a token on on everyone in the team it's not yeah. not
0: yeah. I'll take it that's the dog's job yep yeah.
1: okay. <laughs> Right.
4: I'm a dog, not a pilot.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Look, the steering
3: wheel's designed so that can use it.
0: Yeah, but, you know, he's still... He's a dog. He's a really smart dog, but he's a dog. <laughs> yeah. So, it's what do you guys too. think? Or I guess it's I should fun. ask the, uh, the GM. Should <clears> we wrap up here? I mean, I know yeah. we didn't get... Uh, maybe as far as uh, you had wanted to, but I think we've got a good sample of the setting and um, of the rules.
3: I agree that this is a logical point where they would make a cliffhanger out of the show.
0: Yeah,
4: I didn't get to find my box.
3: (laughs) Dude, we need to sell more cereal, so it's okay. (laughs) Okay.
4: That's the box. At the end of the show, you find out they were
0: just
1: going <laughs> Oh <cereal>. God! <laughs> <laughs> it's a of here.
0: Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, would, uh... no, I... In fact, I had a pretty good idea of what could happen next. You know, I would, I'd like to to go on for some twenty or thirty minutes to to get you from the river to somewhere else. Otherwise, you've only encountered um, a single fish monster. But if you have to prepare something for the next slot, you know, I don't mind. Uh,
3: yeah, what I needed to do is I need to get ready for the next thing.
2: Yeah, and I have an answer.
0: Only thing I got to do is eat, but I'll, uh, yeah. I'll yield to the will of the group on this one. Can you give yeah. us kind of the setup for the next thing?
3: Yeah,
2: give
1: us a next time on Archmasters of Lemuria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um... First of all, um... The, the fish was just that to to uh, enhance the, uh... scene on the river a bit. And <laughs> that, it, w- it was... It
3: enhanced. Meant to, to, to it did its job very
1: yes. well. It was uh, a good monster. And and it was. Um let's see, um... I was hoping for the group to either de- defeat or, or, or scare that fish monster away. Um, or as an alternative, it would have been, uh, would have been chased away by a group of, uh, like reptile uh, humanoids. Neat. Re- reptile race, Who I called the Fangtonians, And <laughs> you would have, uh, Probably um, been led to their uh, village close by, and they were like uh, r- river people, you know, r- r- river hunting uh, reptiles, you know, cool. kind of bipedal crocodiles, and they had been in charge of keeping that mysterious uh, lock, you know, it was a, a huge ashlar, and um, it was not from their civilization, but they had been in charge of it, and you would have been led to the, the point where they had, they had kind of kept it in their, their temple but they um, would have told you pretty quickly that um, there had been this other tribe who had uh, taken that block away from them and uh, there was like another indigenous race there of um, kind of a, a flying people, a bird people and they, they had managed to transport the ashlar. Up to the mountain top. Awesome. Because they, they were uh, collecting valuables for a ceremony that they have once a year, and there's a competition going on amongst their kind of class of warriors and, and hunters. Where they, they each have to um, bring a, a big valuable thing from somewhere else Neat. to the, the ceremony on the mountain to please the uh, king of the bird people. And I was hoping that there'd be a, a huge kerfuffle there between the, the reptiles on the ground and the uh, the others. And then you, you'd have to kind of figure out who was the the more pleasant tribe, or you'd have to make peace between the two tribes.
0: Neat. That's classic.
4: Okay, I just have a question. Mm-hmm. Is the bird king named Big Bird? <laughs> he should
1: be.
3: <laughs> then all we need to do is sing a song, and it'll be well, all as well.
1: I, I just imagine Big Bird from Sesame Street on a throne there, in her <laughs> 19- wearing a Burger 18- King crown. Castle that
4: would. is his right-hand man. No, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's Grouch- that's a cool setup.
3: The 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 uh the Grouch is uh, in his can at the entrance to the King's Hall. <laughs> um, I put the link up to that cartoon that uh, this setting kind of reminded me of. It's in the same vein.
5: uh,
3: You can find it on the internet if you want to watch it.
1: Mm -hmm. It's an uninhabited planet survive. Mm
2: -hmm. But it doesn't seem like they need much survival.
0: (laughs) I think it works better if you think of there being like a colon between uninhabited planet and survive.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's
3: Eng- it's English. What do you want?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, uh, well, I mean, like, they have anti-gravity basketball and all of this other stuff.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: What are they
2: surviving Well, if you it.
3: watch the series, you'll understand where the title comes from.
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, I just I'm... see the main character of Mai Himei and then a character from Sonic right behind her.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the um, inevitable animal friend slash helper robot. Yep.
2: Well, I'm gonna talk to y'all, lady.
3: Okay. All right. Yep. Thank you very much. Off, off the You're board. welcome. engagement.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for running the game for us. It's my first chance to get a look at um, cartoon action hour, and it was really neat seeing the uh, the system and everything. I like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah gets that cartoon. It's I'm I'm glad if you were entertained. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. There is, there's is a way in the system to make, uh, combat, um, faster. Mm-hmm. But, um, I wasn't using it this time because, uh, you know, it was, it was one monster against the group. Yeah. I was hoping that you could, uh, roll enough kind of successes, you know, enough, uh, successful attacks. Uh, and there was only one opponent. Um, and, it didn't quite turn out that way. Yes.
0: You never know how it's going to go sometimes.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it happens to me in, in almost every role-playing game. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you, you should see me run uh, Pathfinder. <laughs> I ran Pathfinder for, for my friends last night. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say, in, in Cartoon Action Hour, um, um, the game distinguishes between two things. There's scene-based combat and turn-based combat. And we went for the turn-based, which is the more detailed kind of attack and defend and attack again, you defend. And you can make all-combat scene-based, where you just go straight to your most appropriate trade rating, mm-hmm. um, which is listed as battle rating. And that can be uh, offensive or defensive, mm-hmm. it's one of the two. Um, and we just call it battle rating um and then you you add a single uh roll of d twelve to that um against um you know, whatever the the other side has and you usually use that against uh the minions the goons and when 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 uh if you haven't encountered the the master villain yet he you know, probably has goons and um that allows. The player characters to defeat just rows and rows of goons. <laughs> cool. <laughs> one, one row, <laughs> because the the goons are just a single number, a single rating. So that those would be like the hundreds of stormtroopers. Right. Controlled by the GM, and you are Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah,
0: right on. That,
1: that's that's how I explain that usually.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
1: you for playing. Yeah.
0: My pleasure. Go drag Send down something and kill it to eat. <laughs>
1: Send me a link to that. I, yeah, I keep reading the um, Monkeys Took My Jetpack Forum.
0: Oh, yeah. That one's fun. They're yeah, good people there.
1: All right. All I'm going right. to you know, just...
0: Ah, yes. Very good. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Take care, and I'll talk to you later. Okay. All
4: right. Thank you. Thank you. Nice playing with both of you. Yeah. You too. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this look at eighties cartoon style action from Cartoon Action Hour, and this glimpse into MonkeyCon Zero. If you don't know about it already, please take a look at Monkeys Took My Jetpack at MTMjetpack.com. They're the folks to blame for MonkeyCon Zero and they also put together a great podcast. Once again thanks for listening and keep watching the skies.